Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. Uh, my name is James Farley and I'm here with Matt Murray. Hello. Yeah, it's a bit strange because, I mean, normally you'd be hearing two other voices, but neither of them are here uh, today. Uh, it was a bit... It wasn't really last minute, was it, Matt? I mean, it came... It was this morning. It was, it was this yeah. morning when, when they both dropped out on the same... Well, actually, I think it's... Uh, well, okay, just to clarify, uh, uh, both, both her children are sadly unwell. And um, mm-hmm. so, you know, so they were off for that reason. Uh, Dave was like, you know, Charlie's poorly. I'm like, okay, cool. And then she was like, well, actually, also, also why is our kids poorly? But just, just a bit late, but we, we, we gave them the week off. It's fine. I said, yeah. don't worry about it. We have got this. How are going to be? I think there's probably another reason uh, why Sean isn't here. But let's do the Patreon Four Nels members uh, list first. So this month's Patreon producers for this month are uh, Aaron Patrick, Simon Nels, Tom S, Jack Alvin, Moomin Biscuits, uh, Richard Sawyer, Dave Ernsberger, Colm Brown, Gasman, Gabby Pereira. They are the Four Nels crew, and uh, thank you so much uh, for your support. Uh, if you're interested in supporting us on Patreon, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash tcgs, and uh, you can have a look at the different tiers that there are. And uh, yeah, we really appreciate it, so uh, thanks very much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I honestly, I think there's another reason why Sean's not here. Um, because, you see, I, I think, when was it? Was it about two weeks ago? There was accusations of, like, passing of wind... Um, on the show yeah. uh, that went that went on, and I um, mean, everybody obviously pointed the finger at me, and I mean, I, I wasn't going to say that it was definitely not me. Um, no, because you've got a track record of farting for three hours on the show. So. Yeah, I mean, I'll admit to that; it's true. I mean, I, that that did happen once yeah. um, because it was a it was a terrible a terrible incident. Um, but the thing is, is this time I was pretty sure it wasn't me, and but then Sean also was was absolutely certain. And uh, but then David has done some detective work um, over the week. Now I know maybe it's not entirely fair to talk about this, seeing as Sean's not here. But I really think that I mean the answers speak for themselves. Um, so I think maybe we'll let David um, explain uh, what happened. So uh, here's here's um, here's David. Let's hear it. Hi everyone, uh, David Turner here. Sorry I can't be here this week. Um, my son's falling ill, so I'm having to look after him tonight. Um, I'm not sure why Sean's not on, but I think maybe he could just smell a stinker a mile off, so he, he thought he'd give it a swerve. Well, um, talking of good, good joke. smelling stinkers, um, one thing we were talking about last week uh, that I've had a few messages in, uh, you know, oh, I was really disappointed David didn't find out who farted on the previous week's show. Um, well, the, the, it's a bit of an interesting one, really. Um, Sean stated that he'd listened to his audio and he hadn't heard uh, anything on his end. So while we were recording, I was listening back to James's of course. Uh, audio. I yeah, assumed it was him. He's got he's got history, um, but couldn't find it either. So I got to be embarrassed and thought, oh, you know what, it's, it's probably mine. Um, so I went back and listened to my audio and I couldn't find it either. How long did it go on for, really. James? Um, uh, I went he, he back to talking. Sean's. Oh, what happened there? Oh, sorry, my phone went off. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no! Okay. Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't find it either. It's a bit confused, really. Oh. Um, What's happening? Don't worry, don't worry. And, yeah, you can hear the fart on his audio. Um, I will say that it's louder once I've run it through Levelator, which is a piece of software that, that brings all the audio up to a certain level. Designed um, for farts. But I'll play for you now. This is Sean's side of his audio 
isolated, so no other audio Get is on, on top of it. it, and run through Levelator. And uh, you can hear the fart on his audio. So Sean, not sure if he lied about it or he was embarrassed or whatever, but what they say, whoever smelt it, Get on with it, David. Sure, listen to this. <laughs> and uh, my prediction is that you smelt it. Oh, my God. What do you think of that? I'll see you next week. I mean, what can I say? I mean, he he likes the sound of his own voice, David, but he also, I mean, yeah, he, it's pretty conclusive. I mean, I've also got the audio here isolated. So far, David's um, spoken more on this show than you and I have. I know, but it's it's okay, because, I mean, this is only seven seconds, uh, but here we go. This is this is, uh, this is the offending audio. The Hitman 3 engine and stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's proper good just having them all there. So, yeah, I mean, I think that pretty much conclusively uh, proves. Can I hear that and, again? Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, that's uh, that's no problem. I mean, we heard the other one again uh, through yeah. technical issues, but, uh, yeah. The Hitman 3 engine and stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's proper good just having them all there. It, <laughs> I mean, it was indeed proper good, but, um, yeah. But there you go. I mean, that, that conclusively proves it. I mean, I'm expecting an apology from Sean, because I'm pretty certain he was throwing around accusations um, during that during that episode that it was definitely not him obviously it was me so uh, well, he's got a lot, he's got a lot of apologising to do isn't he he's got to apologise to you and apologise to all the listeners it's going to be yeah. it's going to be quite the intro uh, next week or whenever Sean uh, decides to come back um, well, I mean, I'm, gl- I'm glad that's been put to bed I mean I wasn't yeah, on the I mean, show I look so forward to his feedback no no, yeah. no chance of it being me thankfully no, no. Um, it, it, I think that's the major fart feedback of last week. Should we get on to the regular feedback yeah, let's, from last let's week? Let's do the actual feedback. Go for um, it. Obviously, there was a breaking news about Stadia uh, deciding to cease any first-party development. Anthony Dunn and a few others have got in touch. Anthony Dunn says, Google recently announced they're closing down Stadia Games and Entertainment. What are your thoughts on first-party exclusive titles? Are they essential for a platform to be successful? I'm a Stadia user and don't massively care about first-party content, but it does concern me that Google are no longer committed to their platform. If Google doesn't think it's worthwhile making games to their platform, why should anybody else? It's a good question. It is a good question. I don't know why I put in feedback, really. Um, in terms of first-party stuff, I, no one surely was really using or getting Stadia for the first party. It's all more the fact they can play third parties anywhere. Well, no, I, well, no, because there weren't there weren't any though. But you'd need. You see, well, this yeah, is exactly. this is being... like we're like years away from any Stadia first party stuff. So, yeah, but that's why they shouldn't have launched it without anything. <laughs> like that's that's why it didn't make any sense at all. Like this, none of this made sense. Like they they released it as like a you know in the usual Google way as a, as like a beta like product, didn't they? Really, you know, to sort of yeah, say yeah. like this works or whatever. But they didn't seem to realise that you do need content. You know, it's like opening a cinema, but then having no films like to show. It's it's very well, strange. No, well, no, no, that doesn't work. It's like you open a cinema and you only have old films to watch. Oh, no, that doesn't well, exactly, work. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, because people <laughs> like watching old films. So that doesn't work they, either. They do, but they can, they've already played them on many other also, things. Also, that doesn't work at all because no cinema creates their own movies. No, that's true. But this is a bad <laughs> it's, example. No, 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 that's not true. Some do. You do. So, okay, some of the studios do own do own cinemas as well. Well, I guess AMC. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bad example. Well, they're doing badly. Um, but yeah. yeah, well, there's plenty more stadium feedback. Let's crack on with it. Go on. Uh, Morton Olsen. Hi, guys. Been listening to the show for years. Love the show, so thanks. About a year ago, I thought I'd rekindle my love for. I hope. I hope. Damn. Is this a, is this a question or is this feedback? I, I don't I, I, know. I, it, keep, we'll keep going. I mean, yeah, I we'll didn't keep going, populate Keith. this. So, yeah. 
Okay, uh, Martin, uh, Martin Olsen. Hi, guys. Been listening for a few years. Love this show. About a year ago, I thought I'd rekindle my love for gaming, which has been on the back burner for years after fathering two children. It does take it out of you, to be fair. I got an Xbox One X with Game Pass and was well made up. The console was awesome, and I finally got to play Outer Worlds, which mostly lived up to expectations and was an absolute joy. After a while, I realized I wasn't really enjoying Game Pass, and that was falling into a pattern of aimlessly browsing downloading loads of stuff and staring at my huge games library and not really wanting any more of it too much choice ended up hurting my joy or um my joy of it all so i cancelled game pass and bought a game i really wanted to play life is strange which i proceeded to enjoy immensely probably on my all-time top three that one so i for one did not welcome the possible future of subscribing to all uh, to all you can eat style services which brings me to stadia like you guys uh, I've been shaking my head from the start when I saw the weird business model and the missing features, but my interest was sparked because I wanted to play Cyberpunk 2077 and most certainly did not want to play it on the Xbox. So I installed the Stadia app on my Chromecast with Google TV, a lovely Google-made Apple TV little device in a remote and a proper UI, paired my Xbox One controller with the thing and bought Cyberpunk, and it has been a revelation. There's obviously no download or patches to wait for, and it's the most frictionless gaming I've tried so far. I don't have to turn on the console, switch inputs on the TV, download patches, etc. I just start the app and launch the game. It is fast, and the actual experience of playing it is top-notch. No artifacts or perceived lag, and now I can sneak in a cheeky session at the office or my laptop as well when I feel like it. So to my great surprise, I've gone from Skipsic to win all in on the new streaming services, even poor Stadia. The Google TV box also runs GeForce Now beautifully. To me, this feels much more next-gen than next-gen consoles, not having to worry about downloads, patches, cables, which platform to choose, etc. But having all available on all my devices feels proper next-gen. When I'm done with Life is Strange 2, the Xbox will probably be moved to the kids' room or sold. All I want to keep for the main telling now is the Switch. Cheers. Keep up the good work. See that this is the thing though. This is what we keep going over with this, like over and over and over. It's like it works. We know that Stadia works, and okay, you've got Cyberpunk, which is clearly like a good example of you know how this this can work, like in a in a really good way. But there's still not enough things to make you think. Okay, I'm going to just shift my whole thing over to over to Stadia instead. It's that that's yeah, where the problem but, is. But as David said, and and last week, and we've said like for years, this isn't or you know what well, it has been years. Um, it it feels like Stadia was never going to be everyone. You know, get rid of everything else is an all in on Stadia. This is like something to supplement the games you may have on your console at home, but if you want to play them on the move, or you know, if you're commuting or hotel or or, or you know, or want to play at work. Like, that, that, that's what I think this is for. It's not. It's not like oh, I'm going to ditch on my consoles. I'm just a Stadia player. It'd be like you have something. You have it to to complement what you've already got. But that's true. That obviously, is enough for a business model. Well, it's not because you also need to, as we keep also saying, it's the content, isn't it? Like having like the games on there that you actually want to play. Because this is somewhere where I really think XCloud is going to do very, very well because they've got all of this content that they can just, you know, they can pipe to people. Whereas with Stadia, the big problem has been content. The fact that okay, you've had Cyberpunk, but what else has there been? You know, that's sort of really been something that people have been like talking about. That's got a buzz going. You know, that's Farming made people simulator? think. Well, exactly. I mean, if you the other day it was sad. I got one of those emails saying like, "Look what's coming in February," and it was all stuff that's been out on other stuff for ages. And it's just, it's just sad, you know, when you see that. And this is why. I mean, I did not want Stadia to like massively fail or do as badly as it seems to have done. Oh, really? But didn't sound like well, it. You know, for the last few months of reporting. Know, 
Well, you know, it's just, you know, it's interesting to see massive tech companies, you know, arrogantly think that they can, you know, move into spaces like this without seemingly researching it properly. I mean, this is what I always find really interesting about stuff like Stadia is that you've got, you know, these huge companies, people often seem to think that they can't, you know, they can't do any wrong, that, you know, things will always work out. But they also make mistakes as well. They're completely fallible. And Stadia is an example of that, I think. But, you know, interesting. What, yeah. what else have we got? Um, yeah, we've got more. So Johnny5, I was interested in hearing you discuss Stadia on the last episode. I've had a Switch since launch, but no other console since a PS3. Uh, I started looking at Stadia in October and was surprised about how well it worked on my Mac. I pre-ordered Cyberpunk and got the Chromecast and Pad offer, then ended up spending most of my time playing Destiny 2. I ended up buying the Destiny expansions in a sale and have been working my way through them while also spending time on various other games I've missed out on. Not having a current gen console makes the Stadia proposition really compelling to me. Buying something and playing it instantly without downloading or patching anything is amazing uh, when the only time I get to play is an hour or so before bed. I've looked into Game Pass Ultimate since the last show and it sounds like fantastic value for money. It falls apart though being an Apple user as I have no way to use it on my current devices. I briefly started looking at Xboxes, but they're not so easily available. And even if I did get one, it would be 450 quid outlay and then I have to download and patch things locally. When Microsoft get iOS support and some kind of TV dongle, then Game Pass will be a Stadia competitor for me. I realise gaming without a console is a small niche and maybe that's why Stadia have rethought their approach. It sounded on the show like none of you actually used it properly with the pad and Chromecast Ultra. I was so happy that I actually picked up a second Stadia Premier Kit from eBay for the kitchen TV. If you're interested, I'll be happily lend, uh, lend it to you so you can try it out for a bit. Give me a PM. That's a really kind offer, Johnny5. I mean, I, it, it's no point for me because I wouldn't play it. it I, I want to see it, and that's, kind of, that's why I was really close to buying it. Just, just just to see what it would be like. But after five minutes, I'm like, okay, well, there you go. I've, uh, I mean, I've got Cyberpunk on this Xbox Series X and I'm not playing it because cause I've got no interest in that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, in Cyberpunk, that is. I mean, he, I mean, he has got a very good point, though, about the about like the Apple support and everything for stuff with xCloud because that is something I'm, I'm concerned about and it is very irritating. I mean, I had this this week because I was thinking, okay, maybe I can use... There's an app called OneCast uh, that you can use for like Apple TV. Yeah, uh, I so you mentioned that stream, ago, didn't you? Yeah, so you can stream from uh, your, you know, from your Xbox to like, you know, Apple TV or to iPad or whatever like that. But it turns out that now uh, Microsoft seems to have removed the option to be able to do that, and you can only do it through the official app. And what I always find incredibly irritating about this is that Microsoft only ever release like the app for like for Windows PC, so there's no Mac version for it. But then also like there there is an iPad version, but there's no there's no Apple TV version. I mean, I know that there's you know there's not. You know, millions and millions of Apple TV users in the UK, but it still would be handy just to have the like the client on there as well. So then you could, um, you know, you could remote play, you know, using that. I mean, I'm hoping something like that is coming because with XCloud, if they want this on everything, they want everybody, you know, to be using XCloud and Game Pass Ultimate and everything. It makes sense, you know, to have all these things on everything, but they don't at the moment. Which is it's a shame. still technically in beta, right? XCloud or yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I they should absolutely learn from Apple. I mean, Apple, I've got Apple TV, the Apple TV Plus app, which is their subscription TV. You know, service that's on everything. It's on Samsung TVs. It's on every console. It's 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 everywhere. Like they need to learn that if this wants to be, if XCloud to get as big as they need it to be, put an X put an XCloud app on everything they can. I mean, I there's no way Apple will be like, no, you can't do that. There is that iCloud, what's it called, XCloud like iOS um, thing coming, isn't there? Like where they're going to use the web browser. Which well, we'll see how that works. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe it won't. We don't really know. We'll see. Yeah, it is a worry. I mean, when. 
they first announced oh, that the XCL beta was going to have just Halo Master Chief collection on it, whereas Android is out already and it had loads of games. I was like, I was genuinely thinking about maybe I'd, maybe I get a Samsung instead of a new iPhone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that, that probably would have been silly given that. Um, given that I, you know, how much am I really going to play on xCloud? But still, I'm still interested in it. I mean, I, I've used remote, remote play actually a fair mm-hmm. bit. Um, yeah, me on too. Mostly, mostly to log in games um, for Microsoft reward points. But um, <laughs> but I used it a, a fair amount. Um, and and But I think, as I said ages ago, I still don't really know how xCloud properly fits into my lifestyle, especially now we're not leaving the house. But even when I was leaving the house, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Well, I don't see it being a full-time thing for me i still have found remote play incredibly useful especially now that it does work on ipad and like so i can you know i mean i've been playing the medium on using the ipad app you know the the microsoft app on on ipad but i've been using like a playstation controller and it works absolutely fine like oh, nice. it's, it's it's really weird but it works absolutely fine and uh it's been it's been great and the yeah, performance is good it's pretty much the same as the remote play you know the playstation one as well it's um i, I really like this as an option but yeah i don't think it's uh, the future kind of thing yeah because i think in the uh, you know not to get a winter face for a second but the latest beta for next ios offering you know 14.5 that's got support for series x and yeah. ps5 pads isn't it mm-hmm. i'll tell you what though it's been really interesting like listening to and reading like all these people like talking about stadia you know and like going on about you know how important how, how the great it is they think it is and all that kind of thing and you know how it works and everything it really i was saying to sean this is terrible but it really reminds me of like amiga owners in the mid 90s that were like <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was clear that it was it was not working out you know things were not working out but they still persisted you know with it and you know it's it'd be yeah, interesting but to see all the correspondence we've got and read and seen it's like these don't these aren't people who get stadia tattoos they're just like it's just easier and i'm not a hardcore gamer so mm-hmm. this for me is is a great different option. Well, yeah, that's that's fine. But seems Google don't agree with you. So um, yeah, no, we'll see how it works out. But yeah, it's, uh, it's sad. Uh, moving yeah. on from Stadia, um, Solvent has got in touch. James just wanted to point out it wasn't fair that David lambasted you for not playing Medium for your whole what you be what you've been playing section. Only for it to turn out neither had he or Sean. I mean. Yeah, <laughs> I mean Sean that's... and David, the uh, people who don't like horror games. Exactly. I mean that's that's the only thing with that is because I I like those games and that's I think that's probably why David was having a go. Is like, it's like why haven't you played it yet? Because he's yeah I've got a history of playing them. But yeah, they could. I mean they could have given it a go though. At least you know it's it was free. Well you know part of Game Pass they could have had a. Have I think David's just lashing out because he hasn't got a PS Five. It's just that's true. Finding yeah. ways to you know it's just just annoyed. It's, it's, mm. it because you really you should have been in the PS5 OS just enjoying it because yeah. he can't you know yeah. whereas you I, you you're you're playing Xbox games when you've got a PlayStation 5 there just doing nothing I mean I do do that sometimes I sometimes switch the PS5 on and just sort of like film it and then send them to him you know just <laughs> to just to, I, I don't yeah it's, do a, that it's a very yeah. soothing OS um, mm-hmm. in terms of uh, in terms of uh, you know the sounds it puts out I'm still not a massive fan of the OS Mm-hmm. Uh, really? We'll talk about what you've been playing, but I played a lot more PlayStation Five last week. I'm still like, mm, still not, still feels more awkward to me. I don't know, but yeah, anyway, go on. Eugene What's Nacker's neighbour has uh, oh, the oh, Eugene Nacker's neighbour has uh, got in touch. Excuse the language, but your claim on last week's show is Codswallop. I can assure you that Sonic Guy 
did you slagged off, did not port over an iPhone game. I know because I live next door to him. Every time I've gazed at my back garden over the last couple of months, I've seen Nakasan busy performing the same walk animation of Balan Wonderworld's <laughs> main character and putting his muscles at great risk while recreating the signature tornado jump. This was done in front of a camera from what I could see and the hard work seems to have paid off because those moves perfectly matched the motions of each character in the demo. So yes, Yuji Naka has put in a great amount of effort over the last eight weeks to get things done right and it's time you appreciate the work. Well, I, I mean, I certainly do because I downloaded the game again on Switch um, to, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, to give that a Would go. you say you're addicted to downloading Balan Wonderworld demos? Yeah, I mean, I need to download it on PlayStation as well because I'm trying to get a balanced viewpoint of like how it's, oh, you know, how foundry. it's been... Yeah. <laughs> you, should, <laughs> um, you should absolutely do a side-by-side uh, comparison. Just, you know, the hard-hitting, you know, just talk about the frame rates and stuff. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Um, I, I assume you're going to talk more about Balan Wonderworld later. I absolutely am. I, I played some more of it. and I mean, I played it uh, on... Uh, I streamed it uh, last week. And, oh, you did, uh, yeah. But then I also discovered some things about it as well that I didn't know um, in the last couple of days. So, yeah, look forward to it's that. A, it's a demo that keeps on giving. Uh, the, yeah. That is it for feedback. But if, if you, listening out here, messaged us last week asking us something and we haven't been able to respond, it's because you didn't leave your contact details. So if you're out there and you messaged us and you're wondering why you may not have got a response, then message us again with your contact details. Hopefully that's that's clear enough. Uh, that is it for feedback. Go to tcgs.co slash dearTCGS to leave us feedback or questions at any time of day. It's yeah. time for the news now, isn't it, James? It is the news, and there's been, there has been some news this week. Um, it's not, been all right. Uh, it's, it's, it was largely quiet, and it's kind of more things happened in the last 24 hours or so, didn't they? As as generally happens, which is quite irritating, because I mean, as you know, I usually prepare this on Sunday evening, and uh, then things happen, and it's it's quite annoying. Yes, that's fine, but Monday for news is that's that's a good day for news to drop, isn't it? Monday. I know, I know. It's 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 so always been my Achilles it. heel, you know, with this is it is a problem, but uh, I'm busy. I've got things to do, but uh, anyway, um, so. E3 is going to still happen. Uh, yes! So the ESA, I mean, the ESA are, are still going forward with plans for a digital 2021 event. This is good. So, this is great. This is what we need. Last year showed us. I mean, yes, maybe everyone's, you know, struggling to quickly react to the, you know, COVID world and stuff. But last year was just a mess, wasn't it? In terms of it was an absolute shows mess. all over the summer. And it's just, we want a, an E3 show to bring everything together. Well, do you want to hear some of the details? And you can I'd tell me whether you think this sounds good. This. Right, so these are the proposals from the ESA. So they're saying there's going to be three days of live streamed coverage uh, held during the previously announced dates of June 15th to the 17th. So that's when it will Lovely be stuff. going yeah, on. Perfect. So the intention is to hold multiple two-hour keynote sessions from games partners. So presumably that would be like publishers and like yeah, you know, yeah. companies, that kind of thing. There'll be an award show, a June the 14th preview night, and then also all these other sort of smaller streams from game publishers, influencers, I love them, and media partners, as they call them. And then, so then what will happen is the broadcast event will then be supplemented by these media previews um, the week before. So presumably that's going to mean like sort of, you know, trailers and videos and stuff. And then there'll be yeah. like demos that will get released on like, you know, Switch and on like PlayStation and Xbox and stuff like that. That's So this is the ESA's proposal. Yeah. And then... They're also saying that they're going to allow partner companies to remotely stream playable game demos to media, like to, you know, so that 
they can have like scheduled meetings. So okay. you know, like before, you know, people go and they chat with them and play it, and so you can do that over the internet instead. Yeah. But if you want to do this, you have to obviously you know be part of the ESA, and you also have to pay them as well. And uh, also, I mean, this hasn't reached um, approval yet uh, for you know for what's going to happen. But yeah, okay. Um, well, I mean, okay. I I know there's a tone in your voice at the beginning of this piece to say, <laughs> "Oh, he E3's back," but this is this is what we want, isn't it? Is it? Is well, it? Yeah. Well, we and also loads of these things. This is what they do anyway. Like, let's go through these things. Like, uh, uh, June fourteenth preview night. Like the the fourteenth, which typically is like say that this is a Sunday. Mm-hmm. That, that is when we, you know we see the start of the conferences and the EA might do a show, but we would see like some preview things in, in the coming in the days up to it. So that doesn't seem that new, really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's still with three days of coverage. Like, it's still going to have it's like it's still going to have all the all the live the live shows. It, it, and in terms of the demos being streamed, like I, I've heard on loads of podcasts over the last like few months that that's just being a, a thing now. You know, for people to demo games, outlets are viewing and playing online demos and and they say it works really well so none of this seems particularly new and this is exactly what we want surely what's the alternative last year was just a mess well okay but then the thing is right is if you're so if you want to be part of this presumably you'll have to pay the esa as well like the article this was from video games chronicle and they've they've like sort of blown the story on this but it doesn't really detail here whether um you know what the payment will be or whatever but presumably you know publishers will have to pay the esa so i'm thinking if i'm a publisher why would i pay the esa for this when i can just hold my own event you know why would you do that it's doesn't seem to make any sense so obviously they have these people have been paying esa to attend e3 yeah. so but you could just say well why attend e3 why not just um why not just do your own event somewhere else and not be part of E3? But- That's different, isn't it? Like an online event is not, I mean, logistically, obviously, it is also a mess and a nightmare. But, um, you know, doing it, um... sorry, we just lost Craig, didn't oh, we? Not, oh, again. Okay, that's fine. We'll carry on. Okay. Yeah, so organizing like an online event is probably less difficult probably than something you know than like some massive sort of uh you know conference event and everything where you've got people yeah, coming I and do that get kind that. of stuff and i was thinking okay well you know if you're part of e3 that's like you know that's good for publicity but most of people the larger ones will not need that because they, they you know they're owning that themselves but they've um, also got one other significant problem here jeff Keeley is not on board He's not. Uh, he's not going to be involved. He's he's going ahead with Summer Games Fest, so it's still going to be a mess oh, like this the other summer. Oh, I didn't realize that. Hang on. Yeah. So, but, but but we don't know when the Summer Games Fest is, right? That that won't be. No, oh, last, but you know, it'll... last year it lasted. <laughs> God, so that went long. on for like six months, didn't it, or something? It will go on for ages. I hope he's got feedback on that. And like Jeff, we don't. Don't please don't have it for six months. Just have Summer Games Fest would have been way better if it was one week. A festival, five days. Don't do it for like six months. It was just a mess. Like yeah, so maybe part of the re- the issue last year was because we had E three was just suddenly gone and people were trying to react and trying to do their own shows. And then Games Fest happened or was happening for months at a time. Yeah. Um. No, I I, I think a three day proper E three event is definitely a good thing. I think last year we desperately desperately missed that. Not not just us as you know people want to talk about on podcasts and and do this and the other with it but it's just i think gaming missed like a a focal point whereas last year it's just ah, all over the place um see so, so i yeah, completely this, this agree is, with you this is great i'm excited for this 
I completely agree with you. I think it is better when everything is sort of focused around one event over a you know a shorter period of time. But I just can't see how anybody's going to sign up for this. Like, I mean, obviously people will, but I mean, like the big publishers, like people that um, you know, going to be. I mean, Microsoft and Sony, they're still going to want to run their own events. They're not going to partner with this, probably. I wouldn't imagine. No, maybe I, I've just read actually in this piece that um, the VGC say it's it's a six figure sum required. Wow! To, to okay. join, so, so there you go. Like, yeah, who's going to do that? Why are people going to pay a million quid when they could just say, "Oh, you know what? We've got a show happening on June the fifteenth. It's not Barbie free. Like, it's some small print. I don't know, but yeah, yeah it's just like, like ESA can't say Microsoft don't do a live stream between the days of fifteenth and seventeenth. Don't do that. They yeah, can do it. Just be like, <laughs> they can do just check out YouTube. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Something might be happening on those days. But yeah, I don't know. I just can't see why anyone, especially paying that kind of money, would be insane. Like, why would you do that? I don't know. Yeah, um, I, I think have E3, what they're saying sounds good. But yeah, I, I'm going to be fascinated to know whether people will want to sign up to this and how many are going to sign up and what that's going to mean. Uh, but it's, what is awesome is, you know, there'll be there'll be, um, there'll be demos out. I mean, like that that happened, uh, like Steam uh, Steam demo festival whatever it's called at the moment some where they have like loads of demos to play for limited time that's out at the moment that's really cool for pc gamers but mm-hmm. we've and um, we've never really had much of like a okay loads of demos are out now to play for e3 that's like a new thing in the last few years isn't it so yeah yeah which so, is no, being, I, I mean that's I, I think that's great um but uh, yeah as i said i'd be fascinating to know what it's gonna look like and who's actually going to get involved I know. I think it just feels a bit like. I mean, the ESA must be hurting like for cash or whatever, and this must be you know because they can't run any events or anything like that at the moment. So maybe yeah. this is some way that they're thinking they can claw something back, which is a shame. But, it, it, the funny thing is that this might be the thing that kills off E3. Just the fact. Well, one obviously COVID. Well, E3 was on its last legs anyway, and then COVID happened, mm-hmm. and then everyone's like, "Well, we'll do it ourselves." And then, yeah. and then ESA is like, "Well, you can come back if you want, but it's going to cost a million quid." You know what? Nah. Would you like some Stadia news, Matt? Oh my god, I thought I thought last week we agreed there would be no more Stadia news until it ended. So, absolutely, well, I would like. I mean, obviously, I mean, we don't want to keep ragging on the thing, you know, because I mean, it's you not have right. done for the last eighteen months. But well, no, not. I mean, just whenever there's been a story, you know, you have to report what's going on. And uh, I mean, <laughs> well, some something's happened. So, you know, is it Terraria? Is the Terraria game? Terraria is the game. Yeah. So. That was going to be coming out on Stadia, but it's now been cancelled because the Google the developer got locked out of his Google account, um, which is kind of crazy. So what this was, was he's cancelled this because he, he explained that he's lost access to all of his Google accounts, including Google Play, Google Drive, YouTube and Gmail. He tried to recover them for like the last three weeks or so, but is he says that he's been given the runaround by Google. Like he's not been able to you know, sort of get into it. And then he made a statement. He said, I absolutely have not done anything to violate your terms of service, so I can take this no other way than you deciding to burn this bridge. Um, he says, consider it burnt. Terraria for Google Stadia is cancelled. My company will no longer support any of your platforms moving forward. I will not be involved with a corporation that values their customers and partners so little. Doing business with you is a liability. So, yeah, that's not coming. And uh, But that's really weird, isn't it? I mean... It, Am I being weird? It just feels like two separate incidents. Like he's forgotten his password or whatever. Yeah, and then he's like kicking off. I, I, I mean, it's not. It's not. It's part of Google, but it's not. It's not. It's not the same, is it? 
I can understand why he's very angry because the yes. same thing has happened to me before, like where I've I've nearly got locked out of like accounts and then managed fortunately managed to get back in. And it is it's a nightmare, like when you're trying to do that. And oh then, God, but there I'm is so, I'm also so happy I thought you were gonna say a bit of Nestor's not coming out on Stadia because you haven't got into your Google Plus account. Yeah. <laughs> but thankfully that's that's been rectified. But I can also understand Google's point of view as well because they are like they have to be really careful with the security side of things in the sense that you know they can't just like give up you know passwords and like access codes you know just because somebody says they are who they are and you know that kind of thing it is it is very difficult. But this is a bit weird, isn't it? It does feel a bit like I don't know. What do you think, Matt? I just think yeah. I mean, unfortunately, loads loads of people accidentally get locked out of all their accounts, and it's like a total nightmare to get back if you haven't got you know two-factor on or any ways to prove who you are who you are but this is it's just like you know what i've locked out my account therefore nothing's going on stadium now i say i'm not making my game for you it's just, i don't know it feels like it's not even related well i think it is in the sense i think he's just really angry with google oh, yeah. like he's angry and he's like well fuck it I'm, I'm i'm not making i'm not putting the game on your on your google state i don't know for me it's it doesn't feel related, but it's just like let's find a way to you know put the boot in on Stadia because yeah. because something's happened to my Google account, which must happen to thousands of people every day. I get it's annoying. Or maybe maybe he's hoping that this will get attention and then they'll deal with it and it'll be fixed or whatever. I don't know. It's I mean he was quite annoyed because it said that he couldn't watch the Lord of the Rings 4K version that he just bought, and uh, he was irritated by that as well. So I mean, yeah, maybe I this is like a. I wouldn't have bought it on. Um, if you if you get Lord of the Rings 4K, get get the 4K Blu-ray. It's gonna be way better than like a stream off um Google, yeah, Google Play Store. It, it won't be proper 4K. It'll look, it'll look like ass. Get get the also, Blu-ray. And you you always own it as well if you buy the Blu-ray as well. You know, it's, yeah. that can't can't be taken away from you. It's uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm excited to hear next week. I've got my accounts back. Okay, cool. Well, I'm glad you figured Terraria out of the pram. Yeah, I don't know. Have you played okay. Terraria? Have, have your kids played Terraria? No, they haven't actually. I mean, it's very similar to Minecraft, yeah. Like, yeah. As in, I know, I know, it's like two D and like you're sort of digging and all that sort of stuff. But I don't really know hardly anything about it. Which no, means I, I mean, I've, I've but, yeah. played it. Um, although it is um, one of my games to play this month for Microsoft points. Um, oh. So, so I, I'll, I look forward I'll, to hearing about I'll it. Port, I'll report. No, it's free. It's free on Game Pass, isn't it? Hmm. Um, but yeah, I heard it looked basically like a two D Minecraft. But I, I, it's it's obviously it's massive. But I so mm-hmm. I assumed, you know, you know, your kids have played it. But I guess Minecraft is a thing, isn't it? To play, what's the point of playing to the area? Yeah. Well, you know, all those people that love Stadia, unfortunately, you're not going to be able to play to area. If only uh, there wasn't like a thousand platforms elsewhere to play to area. But um, yeah, shame. It's a real shame. So uh, Sony have also bought a stake in. Um, from software, well, not from software themselves, but in the parent company of uh, From Software. So they've formed this financial partnership uh, with this conglomerate, which is called uh, Kedokawa Corporation. Uh, you know, that sort of own them. But uh, yeah, I mean, this this makes sense, doesn't it? I guess. But I mean, seeing as a lot of From Software stuff, you know, has been on PlayStation, some of it only on PlayStation. And yeah. I think from from Sony's perspective. They've got to do something, haven't they? <laughs> because you can't like before Microsoft comes along and just gobbles it up. Yeah, but I mean, but, but what what is this really going to do? I mean, is this going to stop Elden Ring coming out on Xbox? Nah, I don't think <laughs> it will change any of a, another company. It won't change any of the publication stuff. I think it just is something to try and prevent, you know, other takeovers. I think is all that would be. I doubt it will actually change anything in a, in a big way. 
Yeah, I, I saw it and thought, oh, that's interesting. But um, I, I'm surprised Sony haven't made bigger acquisitions already. I thought they would have seen Microsoft doing what they're doing and thought, oh, let's just buy Konami. Let's 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 nick someone before but before Microsoft does. But yeah, quite so far. Yeah, no mind. Um, also, uh, Street Fighter Two is now 30 years old. It's um, yeah. From I mean, what what is okay? So this I mean, it came out in 1991, and obviously it spawned loads of stuff like the Van Damme film and the sequels and all that kind of stuff. Were you into this, Matt? Because I no. was. I, Were I, you not? I was never really into the only fighting game I. So the first fighting game I vaguely liked was Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly because like, wow, it's like you can you know you can. It's all gory now, isn't it? Uh, but I never really got into fighting games and, and didn't have any Nintendo consoles. And I just saw like Street Fighter as like a SNES thing. Um, yeah, did it even I mean, come out on Mega Drive? It didn't, did yeah, it? Yeah, of course it did. No, oh, okay, it just well. came out on Mega Drive. I mean, it, it was horrendous playing it with a three button pad because you had to, like, you, you could press the start button to switch between punches and kicks, which was really annoying. Oh my God. And also, the uh, what's called the Mega Drive um, D pad, it was really, like, hard as well so it was really <laughs> yeah. horrible for doing like um you know dragon punches and stuff yeah just, you know, I, no, getting I, lots I was of never, never into fighting games and yeah Mortal Kombat for a bit and then Soul Calibur but that's pretty much been it oh and Mark Fighters Mega Mix I guess mm-hmm. and Virtua Fighter but yeah but no I, I wasn't, wasn't into 2D ones that, that much really but how about you yeah I mean I, I, I loved Street Fighter 2 I played it a lot uh, with people uh, particularly in school like we played it all the time we used to come home from school and go through it I mean even one of my friends again he had an Amiga and he had the he had the uh, the Amiga version of it which uh, which was really bad it was a yeah, terrible God. terrible you know port. that friend who owned an Amiga do you still talk to them uh, sometimes um, yeah I mean they're really into Google Stadia now it's, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no it's I, I was a big fan and I still I mean I still listen to the soundtrack sometimes because it's you know it's an all timer it's it's yeah, the soundtrack to Street Fighter Two is amazing. It's really oh. good. It's like one of the best. It's yeah, it's yeah, it's super. I've, n- I've never got into like video game music. Really? I, okay, so recent ones, I listened to like Outer Wild soundtrack because that, yeah. that was just gorgeous. But yeah, I've never got like you obviously see like podcasts and all sorts like just just focus on video game music. Well, I've never mm-hmm. really, I've never understood or got into it. No, but this okay. Particularly from the 16-bit era, there's some really good, like there's some really good stuff, you know, that came Doesn't out during that period. It's all the same. Though. It's all chip tune, isn't it? No, it's not though, because then also the other thing that you get is that you get the massive difference between like the Super NES and the and the Mega Drive, like because they had different like sound chips, and they they both had different strengths and weaknesses, and it's really interesting to like you know to listen to those, and yeah, it's, it's great. I mean, like for example, Street Fighter Two, the Super NES like version of that sounds so much better than the Mega Drive one, but then the Mega Drive had some really really good soundtracks with stuff, obviously like Streets of Rage. But then, you know, even like um, I, the other day, I was listening to the the Terminator Two, the arcade game soundtrack. It's brilliant. What? It's really how good. Do, how do you find yourself listening to that? It's just you know, just sometimes you're on YouTube and you're just like, oh, I remember that from when I was when I was a child. I want to hear that again, and it brings back the nostalgia. Sound. You know, the whole thing. It's um, what, what's wrong with Taylor Swift? What's right with Taylor Swift? Actually, don't answer that. Don't don't answer that question. <laughs> um, I got I got a question actually. Do you call it Super NES and not SNES? Um, I don't know. As I said, no, that, the last three times you mentioned it, you've just said Super NES. I know because you see, that's the thing. Because I was thinking, I was thinking, okay, how do I say this? And I went with Super NES, but I could have said SNES, and I wasn't sure which one to go for. But I went with Super NES, and I don't know why. It's just it's a, it was panic. I mean, it's definitely SNES for me. It, it's mad when you hear like American podcasts and they say like SNES. Yeah, I wouldn't like, say that. That's, what yeah. to say SNES? I mean, I mean, yeah. I say SNES with a Z. So uh, it's Super NES anyway. Yeah. I know, um, okay. Snares, yeah, but yeah. years. I mean, that's that's unbelievable. It's a shame they never made any other ones. 
Have you have you never played like Street Fighter four or five or anything like that, like the new nah. ones? No. Nah. I don't so even know if I played Street Fighter two or the first wow. one. I can't believe that. It's it's uh, no, that is quite un- unbelievable in a sense because that was such like a sort of I know like a cultural phenomenon, and I just can't believe that you yeah you've yeah, not played it. My, we were playing FIFA. <laughs> you know, that's all. You know, an Earthworm Jim and stuff on the Mega Drive, and you know, cannon fodder. Um, mm. No, I mean, no, me and none of my mates from school were into fighting games. Um, so yeah, the only one I made vaguely go into fighting games was my friend called Derek, and he because he had he, when he got the N sixty four, he got Killer Instinct. And yeah, um, yeah. no one played him because it was unbelievable at the game. Um, so, so, so that was ruined. Uh, yeah, just none of no my mates are into fighting games, and just like so, so it, whole things passed me by. Have you never seen the Street Fighter Two film either, or Street Fighter film? Uh, I doubt it. No, I don't think so. I don't remember. Oh man, I wish we could do a talks over for that because it would be so good. But unfortunately, <laughs> we can't. I mean, it's 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 like John Cole Van Damme as as yeah, Guile yeah. and Kylie Minogue and yeah, and kind of Minogue. Yeah. It's 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 a, it's awful. It's a terrible, terrible film, but very entertaining. Yeah, because of that, it's um, yeah. It's... Well, we should look into you know, like people do commentaries, don't they? We like yeah. record it and some you press play and then you press play on act. Uh, I mean, I definitely should do that. I think it'd be dreadful. Yeah. Well, happy 30th Street Fighter. Yeah. I mean, speaking of nostalgia, uh, Channel 4 is rebooting Games Master as well. Uh, this is this is happening. So. Oh, God. Yeah, they're planning to bring it to E4. I mean, do you want to hear the pitch uh, for this? Um, yes and no. I've, I've already seen it, so, but I'm, I, it scares me. Go on. Okay, so they're saying it's going to be what they're calling a social first show. That's uh, a bit that follow- scares me. I don't know what that means. Uh, followed by E4 TX and all four box set. What's E4 TX? I don't even know what that is. Uh, I assume it's E4 Terrestrial. Really? But, okay. but I don't know. I don't know. I've Transmission? No Who knows? Uh, so this is the format. So it's going to revolve, obviously it's going to revolve around celebrities, because of course it has to, uh, yeah, competing but, but against each other. But the original had celebrities on, so yeah, that's, that's fine. Yeah, I know, but it was also fun when they had members of the public as well. You know, that was that was. Well, that, that, that was might funny. still happen. That must still happen. I oh, know. Well, either way, what's going to happen is each week they're going to compete against each other, and they says this year so they're going to have five celebrities are going to. They're saying I can't, I can't just read the, the yeah yeah statements. It's funny because he deserves it. This year, five bold celebrities will embark on a gaming odyssey, but only one can go on to become the game's master champion and take home the golden joystick. They'll undergo challenges, races, and fights in virtual battles across all genres of gaming under the watchful eye of the all-knowing Games Master. Each leak, each each leak, each week, at least one celeb will be eliminated. Over the three episodes, five will become one, and the winner will be crowned. They'll play each other at everything from iconic classics to brand new releases. We'll also be serving tons of extra gaming-themed content to our audiences to keep them coming back for more. And then so it says the list of social segments include The Contender, Meet the Gamer, (laughs) 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 Gaming Odyssey, Games Master Trailers, Speedruns, Extended Playthroughs, uh, New Release Previews, Tips from the Games Master. That'll be the best bit. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> download this DLC, Tips for example. And yeah, and gaming news. It says uh, so. Yeah, I mean, for anybody that doesn't know who is not from the UK or whatever, I mean, Games Master was a very was quite a long running um, so video six game years, TV, yeah, 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 which ran on Channel Four here for quite some time, and, uh, and it was and quite it's good. Widely regarded as like the the best gaming show that's ever been and ever will be, probably. But. Mostly because it was funny uh, was the reason because it didn't really take itself terribly seriously and uh, yeah it was a bit of a joke but in a in a good way it, it kind of worked uh, but this what do you think of this this sounds I don't know what right. do you think, Matt? when I heard they said it's a social first show I'm like uh, oh god what what is this what is this shit gonna be and yeah and I you know I like that I genuinely like you know when they have all oh, social first like an internet thing that sounds cool but like what does that even really mean <laughs> but actually. So I just had a cough there. Um, but actually, I think they just mean that all those segments you just read out, it's going to be with the public and people probably send in their own videos and they'll do Vox Pops. Or So I think so. when I hear Social First, I get worried. But actually, I think it's just that they're going to have, you know, loads of people, regular people do segments and stuff as well, I reckon. Yeah, maybe. The biggest question here is who's going to present it? And there's a bit of a hint, isn't there? Well, no, there's, there's, no. Okay, one of the questions is who's going to present it, but the other one is who's going to be the Games Master. Very true. Yeah, according to Channel 4's website, it, there was a picture of Patrick Stewart next to it. So, I mean, that, that could be interesting, maybe. I'm yeah, not Patrick sure. Stewart, I think it'd be, I think it'd be great. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the idea that the Games Master is still going to be, I, I don't, that's, that to me isn't essential. No. Okay, but, but am I mad for thinking that? If they did Games Master and there's no Games Master, I'm like, are they gonna what? What's that bit gonna be about, really? Well, Matt, who's gonna do the tips and the cheats if there's no games master? Very good point. Very, very. Uh, I mean, yeah. So, uh, Sir Patrick Stewart to use his mm-hmm. full title. That that could be brilliant. Who's gonna present now? I mean, I would love Dominic Diamond to come back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know if he'd be interested or not. Probably no. not. I think last I heard, I think he's in you know, like radio in Canada. So he's probably mm-hmm. probably the last thing he wants to come back and do. But okay, but it's 2021. Who, who are they going to bring in to present this thing? Because there could be a whole host of terrible ideas, couldn't there? Well, Dexter Fletcher might be free. No, I'm I'm worried it's going to be like someone like brand new. Really? Yeah. I mean, maybe they can get somebody who was on Big Brother or something like that. That's probably where they'll go. I'd imagine they're not going to bring anyone back. They were like, oh, that'd be amazing if they came back and did. Oh, actually, no, I've just. I've just thought who's who it's going to be. Go on. And I, I'm, I can't work out at this precise second if it's a good thing or a bad thing. But um, I've got uh, my bet is it's going to be Richard Aodi. Aodi, is that you pronounce his surname? Aodi, yeah. Aodi, yeah. I reckon it'll be him. He did a good job doing Crystal Maze. He feels like it's the right amount of kind of snark and humour, and yeah, that's my pick. Not, not that I think he'll be the best at a job, but I reckon that that could be definitely someone in the mix. How about you? Who, who do you I think, think could do it? If they got him, I would definitely be up for watching because I think that would be brilliant. And I think you're right. I think he would be perfect. Um, but, yeah, whether that happens or not. I mean, is it, does anyone have any suggestions? Write in, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> please write in. <laughs> yeah. um, who, who knows what this could be like? I mean, Games Master was, for me, like special show, a, a great time and... You know, at school, fully massively, you know, into games, and it's like it felt new and exciting because you saw like previews of games you never heard of, and tips and cheats and stuff. <laughs> Obviously, it's very different these days. You know, people get news in a second from Twitter or YouTube and stuff. So, very interested to know what it's going to be like. But 
yeah, I can't wait to see what they do of it. See, the trouble is, is I'm just not interested in watching celebrities play games. I don't care. That's the problem. But I don't know maybe somebody, some people do. It just doesn't um, interest me. I don't know. I, th- I think it could be done. I mean, just, I mean, look at any like they do celebrity bake-offs. They do celebrity loads of things, right? And and what's fun is seeing seeing a celeb, you know, struggle with regular things or seeing what they really like, you know. So they, it could be it could be cool. Like you never see celebrities play games, and it could be interesting to see what. Um, trying to think of a celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what Ryland would be like on Max DT, for instance. <laughs> you know, like this is that's the stuff that's interesting. You know, yeah, hopefully Dave Perry gets back involved. You know, and really? does like a challenge and freaks out again. But he he is definitely free. Um, so yeah, he like that could. Well, is is his YouTube career not taken off yet? I do you know I haven't looked. <laughs> recently but i keep yeah. meaning to and you just reminded me actually to, to have a look because some of those episodes have been amazing and uh but you know so yeah i'm, I'm excited to see what i do and um, when we eventually see it yeah okay uh the final bit of news we got here is about destruction all stars uh which i mean the reason i placed this here is i thought we could then go into what you've been playing because oh, lovely little segue yeah both both of us have been playing this but they've so lucy games have released a um a hotfix uh, for Destruction All-Stars that disables the multiplayer lobby voice communication issue. And the issue was that they seemed to think it was a great idea to release the game in the state whereby any uh, sort of um, any game that you enter, the voice chat was just on by default and you could hear everybody and everybody could hear you coming through your DualSense um, uh, speaker, which was very irritating. Absolutely uh, mad that... That came out and passed through multiple people. Thinking, yeah, this is this is good, and it's not okay. Things come out of the controller is always a bit weird, and it like freaked me out when I first got my like PS4 and stuff was coming out of the pad. But the fact there was no way to turn it off that, that I could. Think, some people saying, "I oh, know if you if you mute certain people and so on and so forth, you can fix it." But I was like, "That is it's insane." The stuff that I've heard in the last few days. I know. I mean, I mostly I've heard. I mean, it's such a cliche, isn't it? But it has been mostly children screaming and stuff, and like, and then people just shouting "shut up" and things yeah. like that as it's been it's going on. Kids it's, screaming you know, and parents shouting. Yeah, is mostly what I've heard. It's, yeah, absolutely crazy. But I mean, they did. Fix I mean, it. what after a while, I obviously just had my headphones in and I just start, tried to ignore it. Uh, if I if I wasn't playing with headphones, it would have done my absolute nothing. But um, yeah. yeah, crazy. But okay, so I mean, we could probably talk about this, couldn't we? Because we both—I mean, we both played it over the weekends, like together, yeah, and we've also hammered put, this game. Yeah, we've also put some time in individually. I think. I mean, the trouble is, is this this really isn't my kind of game. <laughs> I'd have to like, what, what do you immediately mean by that? say that. Exactly. Well, because the thing is, I'm not a huge fan of racing games, like in a big way. I mean, I've, I've liked playing a bit of Forza. I like Mario Kart, but in general, I'm not. I mean, this isn't a racing game, but I'm no, not. No, I was going to say, massive, good job. It's not a racing game. Okay, tip. yeah, I'm, but I'm not a massive fan of just cars and car games and that in general. And Battle Royale, I don't really care for that either. So this is kind of like. The setup for this is not me. It's not something that immediately attracts me. But seeing as it was free on PSN, I thought, you know, we would give it a go and see what we think. And I, I mean, I have to say, it does look brilliant. I think it looks great. And I really like the character designs and the driving mechanics are great. But I don't know. What, what did you think, Matt, so far? Yeah, I uh, well, when I saw the, the trailer, when it first got announced in one of the PlayStation shows, I'm like, yeah, like, this looks like Rocket League. I like Rocket League. 
this looks like a rocket league. It's 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 more than that. It's well, it's it's not just that is what I guess what I'm saying because rocket league is you know very much like car car football scoring goals. This has loads of different loads of modes and stuff. But it look it had the same kind of aesthetic, same kind of like neon everywhere, and you know it, it was definitely aping that kind of rocket league look. But I will say I totally agree with you. I think it does look absolutely fantastic, and I, I it just I, I love the style. I love all the oh, there's like sixteen hero characters you can choose from each of which have their own special ability and special cars and, and stuff and i love how diverse the range of characters is uh you know music and sound it all feels really well built really really nice and chunky and it looks looks great um the actual game itself though it, it doesn't really do much for me so there were there were a bunch of different modes but essentially what most of the modes are is that you start on foot and you like jump into this arena you jump into a car and using your car you can smash into other cars every car has like a you know health bar the idea is to wreck other cars basically and there are loads of different modes that link in from that you can smash other cars with like different moves you've got but also other cars can smash into you and then also when your car's smashed up, you will be running around on foot and other cars can run into you. You can dodge out of the way and jump into another car, rinse and repeat, basically. And in the stuff I've played, it just doesn't really do any... It's just not satisfying at all, really. So there's like the main multiplayer mode. Oh, sorry, the multiplayer is like the main mode. So there was like an arcade mode, which is like more single-player stuff and challenges will come onto that. Um, but multiplayer, there are a bunch of different modes. There's like three modes where you play solo and a couple of modes where you play as a team. And the one I played mostly on my own was just like solo. And so you go in and it's just you versus 15 other cars, 15 other players. And it's just, it's just madness. There's like cars going everywhere. You, obviously, there were cars bombing around so fast that so you try and aim for one car. They've changed direction or someone's hit them or someone's hit you. And I used to love Destruction Derby back in the day. And it definitely tries to ape that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, but it just wasn't really like satisfying and a bit all over the place. I must say, when I played with you, I enjoyed it way, way more because we played some of the modes, which are team modes, and and there was purpose then to play the game. It's like, hey, we know we've got like smash these cars and you get gears, and that's like a that's like a point thing you've got to collect, and you go to a certain part of the map and you just you um sort of cash them in and help your team. The the modes we played as a team were way, way better, I think. And that that's the thing because the like the main like arcade mode or the main sort of online multiplayer one, like you said, I don't know what the point was. I you know, it really was. I felt it was very very difficult to hit anybody, and I just felt like I was getting like you know smashed constantly. I mean, I also the outside of the car stuff I thought was going to be a bit more extensive, but it's really not. Like it's only for when you like sort of jump out and then you try and find another car as quickly as possible. You pick up all these crystals and stuff. I'm not entirely sure. Well, I know why because that's so that you can unlock like new costumes and that sort of thing. But no, if you no, don't no, care, it's not that at all. Is it not? What's it for then? There are two kind of special things that you can do during these battles. One of which you can unlock your your special car. I can't remember what it's called. You have like a special car, and and everyone everyone has their own ones. So um, and at some point, once you've collected enough of these crystals and caused and or caused damage, then you unlock your your car and you're the only one who can get into that. So you basically press the button, that appears on the map, you get into that, and that car has more abilities and a special. There's also another ability you can get, again, which the more you the, the, the more crystals you collect, the faster the bar, the sort of the cooldown bar um speeds up so you can get out quicker. And that allows you to do like double jumps when you're on foot. 
uh, and, uh, and and a couple of other things as well. I think I think Evan Evan has their own special move. Uh, yeah, so when you collect crystals, that helps you earn those things quicker, basically. See that that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> that was the point. <laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah so okay. I, I just read the thing on foot is called a breaker, and and and, and that's the thing. Yeah, you can have um, a double jump and also a speed boost, and then the other one is your is your is your special car, <laughs> uh, and yeah, and and that again has its own abilities and stuff, and it's unique to every character. See, I never I never got a special car, so I don't know if it uh, if it massively improves the experience. But so yeah, I it's mean- called a hero car. There you go. Okay. <laughs> um, well, yeah. So I was just playing as one character because there's also like. Challenges in the game, it's like, you know, play this certain character five times, and you get XP and so on and so forth. Uh, so I was just playing as one particular character uh, to get this like pink car. Um, but I, I, but yeah, and so much of it looks good and feel and, and, and should be good, but it's like, it doesn't, there's no satisfying feeling for me at least in this game. It all just felt a bit, a bit hollow. And it's just. But that, that's why I think the other mode that we played, so the mode where you have to sort of collect the gears and then you have to like bank them and that they did feel like sort of proper strategy there because you'd have to consider how long am I going to hold on here and keep collecting these because if you get smashed or whatever, then you you, lo- you lose the lot and then it's yeah. you know, it's not good for your team, whatever. That was great. I did enjoy that and it was, it was pretty fun. I did find it because also people can jump on your car as well. I mean, I spent a lot of time shaking people off like during this during <laughs> when we were playing the game. I mean, yeah, you kept I, saying that, yeah. Well, it's true. I mean, I shook off about six or seven people like okay, you know, that's not... during the course of one game. And okay. uh, but that that is quite satisfying. It was uh, it worked very well. I, I thought sorry? that kind of mechanic. Although I wasn't able to do it myself. You know, I, I found that quite difficult. Yeah, so someone, when someone's on foot, they can jump in a car, and then they have to like hammer a button, I think, to basically take control of your car, and they can like wreck it, or they can like I guess kick you out. Uh, but if you're driving a car and someone jumps on your roof, then you can shake them off. Yeah, you can shake them off, but I I, I can never quite get a hang up of of it. But whatever. I mean, it feels like there's there's loads of things. There's like double jumps, and there's you know if someone's like you can like uh, jump out, you can be bombing down the, the you know the course or the arena, and you can press like one button to jump out of your car, and your car carries on. You can press another button to jump out of your car, and your car stands still. So I believe there is probably loads of things you can do tactically depending on the situation. So mm-hmm. I'm going to double jump here, I'm going to grab this, I'm going to jump into that car, I'm going to jump out, but do this and jab, grab onto another one. And there are lo- also loads of different cars around the arena on various platforms you can jump into if your car is about to fall to bits. Uh, one thing I do say is that, um, is that the, it, it, it uses DualSense quite well in that you can really tell just from the vibration if your car is on its last legs and about to blow up. Uh, I, I, think that, I think that's done really well. It kind of vibrates in a different way. You can kind of feel it basically about to fall apart. And at that point, well, yeah, you bomb down. You bomb down the arena. You press a button. You zoom out. And you jump into another car, ready to smash someone else in. That was also the thing that I thought was nice. Just even just going to the menus. Like I, I remember, I just started the game up, and I was like, oh, I remember why this pad feels great. And because it was like kind of doing the vibration stuff, but like subtly, and it felt felt really nice. And yeah, it, it does work very well for that. I think, um, yeah, for the for the driving. Yeah, I played loads uh, of PS Five this week, and yeah, I, I I still bloody love the pad so much. I mean, it looks cool as hell. I love how it feels. I love how it looks. Yeah, I'm I'm still a huge fan. Uh, huge fan of pad. Um, yeah, I guess there's two things to talk about this game. One, I I can't believe at one point someone thought this could be like a seventy quid launch <laughs> title. I think that's probably what happened when somebody couldn't believe that, and that's how it became a PSN. Because <laughs> there isn't an awful lot of modes. There's multiplayer mode, and there's like five different. No, multiplayer is like the main mode, and of which there are like five different game types. Yeah, there's arcade um, where there's like 
a series of basically single player games against bots. And then there's challenge series. And currently there are three three like kind of blocks. What would you call them? Three three categories in challenge or three three things to do in challenge mode. Basically, yeah. the first one you can unlock is free. And 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 basically, when you unlock it, there's like you play as different characters across different arenas. You do different different challenges. And I think and I think it ends in like a boss battle of sorts. And I think it's the idea to get you involved in the lore, understand the characters, understand their skills. And you basically complete this like challenge series, doing all these kind of things, and you get XP and, and bonuses and skins and stuff. Um, that's cool. The first one's free. The rest you have to buy. You can use the currency you earn in game, which is like this pink currency, or you can, of course, spend real world money to buy the next challenge. Yeah, which I think is. I mean, I get it because it's. In, it is kind of free it's mostly it's free to play at the moment because it's on PS Plus I guess you can call it free to play so they've got to make their money somehow I guess but th- this is I think probably one of the most interesting parts of the game and there's basically one you get one you get for free and the rest you've got to grind out the currency for I don't know how long it takes to get the currency it must be some time because they they were put. I mean, they, but that's the other thing that's interesting because they don't really push like the um the in, in, you know buying currency though, do they? Like it was like I said to you, where how do I do this? Like where where can I find this? Like in the options because it's yeah, I'm desperate to put loads of money into this game. How can I do that, Matt? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I was ready to drop fifty quid. You know, you had to go to like customize or something, and I found the first such like, challenge is free, and the rest are like four hundred. Or eight hundred or whatever, and um, yeah, you can buy five hundred of these like with currency for four quid, a thousand for eight quid, and it obviously goes up from there. Um, it's I mean, just I, a shame. I was really disappointed as well that they didn't do that thing that they usually do, you know, where it says things like you know best value or, or like you know most popular and stuff like <laughs> yeah, that, like yeah. on the most expensive one. It yeah, was... the, the sixty-four pound one is the most popular. Yeah. Item you should buy twenty thousand DP, yeah. which is yeah. the name of the currency. <laughs> Yeah. Um it, it's going to be interesting to see where this game goes because this is free on PlayStation Plus for 2 months. Yeah. Uh, I haven't heard much about it. I mean, it, even the reviews didn't like go live on the day the game came out and I was like kind of searching reviews and there's like oh there's one or two a couple of days later. None of them seem like super positive. It just I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's just me or or me and you but like it, there's just no satisfaction to how the game feels. Um so yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. Like, I I I wonder where this is gonna be in like two or two or three months time. Obviously, it's free for two months. I think and it'll I think... be free for longer. I I don't think I I think they'll probably extend this, and so it goes for a much longer time. You know, because I I can't see people spending seventy quid on this. And the, I mean, one of the other things that I think would be really interesting though to try with this is playing like a team game where you've got a bigger group of you like playing together and how that would really shift the dynamics of like what you're doing because we only played the two of us and if there was yeah. a bigger group could that mean like more strategizing and things like that i mean that yeah, that could I change guess the if, game if you've got a bunch of mates and there's like five of you and you'll hammer this game for a week or whatever you, you might you might love it and you might start to find strategies and tactics and obviously particularly like in the the team games oh another thing there's only like five game modes and mm-hmm. when you and I played together, there's only like you can only play two as like a team. So there's three yeah. solos, uh, and there's only two as a team. One of which is like I can't, remember, I can't remember what they're called, but there's one where you, you like bank 
you every, every time you hit another player you get gears and you can have a maximum of up to 80 on you and the idea is you go into the center of the map and you cash them in and most gears at the end wins and if someone destroys you whilst you're holding those gears you lose them so there's like a risk reward, risk reward there mm-hmm. um, there's other single player mode where it's that is basically kind of battle royale-ish in that there's like 16 cars and the floor eventually starts falling apart and see, the I idea tried that one. You knock and players off into the into the pit. See, the problem I had with that one was that it's like, you know, I started the game, got hit and was instantly dead and the game was over. And that happened like three times. And I was like, okay, this is probably not the mode for me. Even though <laughs> right, it sounded bad. like a really interesting one, you know, because it is, you know, sort of, you know, one hit and you're, you're kind of gone. But it didn't work for me. Yeah. I think it does so many things right, the way it looks and... And you know the sound; it just it looks like a really good quality game, but fundamentally for me, it's just not satisfying. Yeah, uh, I I haven't heard. Have you heard anyone on your timeline on Twitter start talking about it? Nope, I've heard seen, but then I don't follow hardly any people, so <laughs> that's probably why. It's but so, yeah, I've not I've not I've not heard a, a lot of buzz, you know, about this game. But uh, yeah, so that is um, that's destruction all stars. I'm also kind of annoyed actually because it's. Destruction All Stars should be Destruction All Hyphen Stars, right? But they put All Stars as one word with a capitalized S. What is that about? Is it a capitalized S? Okay. Well, didn't, yeah, it's all capital that. S Tars. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, it doesn't matter. Um, let's move <coughs> on to the next game. <laughs> so, I mean, the other the other thing that we've both been playing, I think, is Ball and Wonderworld. And I, uh, is it Wonderworld? I can never remember it what is it's even called. Yeah. It is Wonderworld. So, I mean, I streamed this last week on Xbox because I thought I've got a I mean, after what David said, I thought I've got to experience this for myself. And I mean, I don't know where to start with it. I mean, what a mess! It's it's incredible in a sense. I mean, you you've played it as well. What did you play it on? I played it on a PlayStation. Yeah, PS Five. Okay, so maybe we had different experiences because I mean, or probably didn't. I mean, there's just so much about it. That I've I've been kind of obsessed with it actually over this week because I keep thinking about it, and also the music as well got stuck in my head, even though it's the same track over and over and over again. But then there's, there's just so much weird stuff in that demo. I mean, those weird dancing characters that are just sort of like you know dancing around where you go near them and they just disappear. I don't know what that's about. There's those weird visual effects, you know, where it's like those sort of bubbles that keep appearing on the screen. I don't know what they're for. And there's also that yeah, strange. Yeah, yeah, but before we go into all the weird stuff, like how like describe the game for those who weren't here last week. Well, okay. I mean, this is. It feels like a sort of a cross between like sort of Knights and Sonic Adventure, really. I think I would say. What do you think? Because I, I and, don't really. And admit, Mario Odyssey. Uh, I think they'd like it to be like that, but yeah, I don't think they. It's a it's a three D character based platform, ha- isn't it? I don't think they've ever played Mario Odyssey because if they had, then they wouldn't release this because it's it's dreadful. It's it's really really terrible, and it feels. I mean, I was listening to Play One podcast, and they were talking about this, and it, it's it's absolutely true. It feels like. The developers have not played a 3D platformer in the last 20 years um, because it feels yeah. like something from you know, from a massive throwback. I got that. I, it felt like it was designed in a vacuum. And they're like, hey, the game we've been working on for like since 2002 or, you know, probably a lot earlier, it's out. We haven't left the studio. We've made it. Here we go. Like, what, what do you mean no one's playing these games anymore? Uh, it really does feel exactly like it was it was meant to come out 20 or 30 years ago. And it's just so many sort of strange design choices. That's what I find interesting about it. And just there's that. Okay, no, sort of- let's go through them. Yeah. So the uh, there's loads of dancing characters. 
for no apparent uh, reason. But yeah, yeah. It, that's just not really explained. I'm like, okay, well, th- yeah, there's music happening. So the dancing time with music, okay, cool, what I guess, but I don't quite know why. I was like, is this, are they under a spell? Is that part of the narrative? No. Why do they disappear? Dancing. Yeah, the weird, the, weird, the weird thing for me is, is that visual effect, as you mentioned, is like these circles keep appearing. And I'm like, okay, this is like nights in dreams where I'm supposed to like double jump in the air and like fly through them. But no, the amount of times I died because I thought, okay, there's one there. I think I can get through that circle. <laughs> I just jumped off a cliff into nothingness. I thought, surely that's a thing, but that's just a visual effect. I don't. Maybe that's explained later. I don't know. I the, think it's just a visual the sa- effect. The sound yeah. to collect the gems feels like exactly from Nights. I mean, I haven't heard side by side comparison, but I'm like, wow, that that is such a Nights feel when you, when you're collecting those those uh you know the, the gems, whatever it is. See, I wouldn't know. I mean, I've never played Nights. It's uh, yeah, I've never missing played it. So I, out. Yeah, um, I, I don't think it's dreadful though. Really? I I, I mean. Matt, I mean, what is good about it? Explain well, no, no, what I is good. I didn't say it's good, but it, it's just, it just feels like a totally harmless 3D character, 3D platformer. That, yeah, that, that there's, it's, you can't compare this in any way, shape, or form to a proper, in inverted commas, proper 3D platformer like Mario Odyssey or any Why not? fucking Mario 64. It, you can't compare it. Why not? But, because, well, because it is like night and day. Um, well, exactly, but then this, there's no. I don't know why this exists. Like, I really don't know why it exists. No, no, I, I, I fully get that. Yeah, I also don't know why it uh, why it exists. But I mean, I'm not like this is the worst game ever. I've played way worse games than this. It's nothing like that. It's just well, like, no, you've it's been totally doing harmless. that. You've been doing those, um, you know, the gamer score stuff, haven't you? I mean, I think it's dulled your senses. Yeah, but th- this doesn't offend me. It's just it's fascinating to play and see it. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Okay. I'm I'm not offended by this. I'm fascinated by this because I'd love to know how this came about, like and how they released this and thought this is a good demo. Yeah, this is something that we should put out. People are going to love this, and they're definitely going to pre-order it. That's that's what I find fascinating. Like the idea that you've got these developers who have got. I mean, David talked about it last week. You know, you think about Yuji Naka now, and you think, okay, what what's the you know what has he you know done over the last sort of you know twenty or thirty years or whatever? Been working on it's this. Still- well, exactly, but you're still just thinking, how how did this happen? Like, how did this happen? Like, I mean, I just find it fascinating. I mean, the other thing I found out this week that I didn't know was that the demo that we've played. Where did you get up to, Matt? Did you did you do the bit with the um the farmer? Like, did you get past that bit? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I thought I completed it, and then when I got sent back into like the field, the like levels uh, four and six open up as well, and I've been in six a little bit, haven't bothered with four. Um, so, yeah, so I did all of one, and then you see that farmer in the field and, like, the weird dancing routine <laughs> bit. Uh, and, yeah, I did all that and, like, you know, the boss and stuff at level level. And, yeah, and then there were more, um, for sure. Did, did you not do levels four and six? No, because when I when I played it on stream, it did that and it kind of ran sort of credits almost. And I just thought, okay, well, that must be it. That's the end of the demo. It doesn't explain at any point that this is, you know, there's more, you know, to this. And because you only get those extra levels if you start getting more of the trophies and stuff, like through the levels. That's how you, I mean, you must have got more than I did because I didn't um, get enough I didn't get all eight Because I didn't get all eight of them because there's like eight little trophies you can get in mm-hmm. each of the levels. I didn't get all eight. Um, but I don't, I don't know. Think I just like, once, once I finished it, I went for that credits tile sequence. Yeah, it's like, what back got sent back inside the hub world, and there's levels four and six 
for me to play for free, which I thought was brilliant. Great value for money for a free demo. <laughs> Um, See, this is why I downloaded the Switch version because when I heard this, I thought I've got to play more of this, and I thought, okay, I'm gonna gonna download the Switch one, see what that's like. I mean, the performance on that is even is awful. Like it's it's much worse than the um than what's called the the PlayStation and Xbox version. It's it's really. Would you up. would you say the performance is bad on them? Yes. Oh, what you think? I wouldn't say it was good. Um, I don't, I didn't have an issue with performance. I mean, it looked very basic. It it. But I wouldn't like it. Wasn't like hanging. Matt, wasn't like getting you know, loads of frame drops and. Matt, it's got like grass that appears. It's got oh, yeah, you know, no, like no yeah. draw distance. <laughs> yeah, and I stuff. mean it's got that stuff. In fact, you know the level where um it looks like oh, the hot. It's kind of like Inception, where the whole level feels like it's kind of <laughs> rotating on itself. Yeah, and it's just kind like, of like Inception. Yeah, yeah, just like it. <laughs> just like it. Um, like on that level, I was like, are these graphics supposed to be like this? Or because it's kind of um checkerboardy in some ways. Yeah. Okay, okay, I will admit it's kind of like a bit jiggity jaggedy on that level. Oh. Yeah. Well, especially because you've also got that massive disconnect between the cutscenes, which look pretty good, and the gameplay, which is like, wow. Like this is <laughs> this is it's like a huge massive change. It's incredible. Are you gonna waste your money on um the new Mario game out this week or not bother now? Um may not bother. I mean no, what's the point? Don't waste your money. What's the, what's now, the point? Now we played this, there's no um, need. James, you have to stream this game. No, I don't think I can. Yes. This is what happened. This is what happened with the Switch one because I downloaded the demo and I thought, okay, I'm going to play this so I can play the other levels that I haven't played yet that I've only just become aware of. And I started playing the first level again, and I just thought, I can't do this. I can't sit here and listen to this music, look at these characters, these horrible character designs, and you know, push my way through this. I thought, I'm not doing that, and I deleted it. I just thought, I can't, I can't do it. It's not happening. Well, you should, I don't think you I can play the full it. game of this. I don't I, think I, I can do it. I know I've just said to you, you know, it's not that bad, blah blah blah, but it, but it is it's not good. Like you know, you know that bit in like the first the first part of the first level where there's like there's spider webs and you're yeah. like, oh, there's some gems up there. I'll try and get them. But there's like no explanation about how I can do that. And like one of the abilities you get, which is definitely they're trying to like riff off the whole Mario Odyssey changing, you know, Cappy and stuff, where yeah, you get you there's these little um. Oh god, actually no. There's loads of shit for stuff. Stuff about this. There's like um, to change outfit, and and there's like multiple different outfits. You can switch to them on the fly once you've collected a bunch. And there's like a rabbit which jumps high, and there's another one which has a kind of a hover move. And there's there's like three or four outfits at least in this demo. And but to get them, there's like a you see like a little shining diamond which you see like oh there's an outfit in that. Uh, but you can't open that first. You got to get a key. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, this could be interesting. I've got to go on a level, find a key, then get that gem. But the, the gem and the key are literally next to each other. Mm-hmm. So what's the point? <laughs> like That also, it, yeah, that also like, made what, no sense. Yeah, like, if you're going to say, oh, you can't access that new costume until you found the key, then hide it somewhere. Don't put it <laughs> where I can see both of them together. There's literally, there's literally no point doing that. Yeah, well, there's a lot of things that makes no sense in this game, and that's, I mean, that that is a very good observation of something which is which is terrible. I mean, obviously, you're supposed to go back to these places after you've got new costumes and stuff, and like, you know, you can explore other areas, but then that means you've got to listen to that music again, you know. Matt, before we, I've, I've got some breaking news for you. Oh shit, um, which has okay. just happened. I've still got more Battle Wonderworld things to say, but yeah, this here's breaking news. I'm excited. I mean, it, it involves Anthem as well. Oh my god, you're joking. I'm not joking. Oh yeah. my god. Here- are you are you taking a piss? I'm not taking a piss. No, it's um, Jason Schreier. I've just I've just seen up on my on my Twitter feed as oh my uh, God. just 
just appeared. So it says, for the last year and a half, Bioware has been in incubation mode, overhauling the maligned online game Anthem. This week, EA will review the progress of Anthem next and decide whether to expand the team or put an end to the project. Oh, what? So, so it's, it's all, we're all this time next week. We should know the fate of Anthem, which is pretty exciting. Oh my god! I can't. Believe, I thought, um, it's not going to happen, is it? It's definitely not going to happen. It's. <laughs> oh man, it's not going to happen. What you think they're going to? You think they will kill it? Yeah, I think they. Oh man, <laughs> I thought. Okay, just. Spend a year or what? How, how long have they been on it? I mean, I'm, I can probably read that piece and find out, but been about a year, yeah. Oh my god, they're gonna kill it! And like, it, so James, how are you gonna feel in a space of a fortnight? You know, <laughs> your two loves, Anthem and Stadia, both dead. A little bit sad to be honest. I yeah, mean, like, what been... else have you got going on in your life now? That's the problem. I mean, I don't know where I go next. I mean, there's, I there's feel no Stadia update, there's no Anthem update. We need yeah. to find a new game where you can say uh, update. Well, we've got Bad and Wonderworld. I mean, Bad and Wonderworld that's, update. Yeah, this is the yeah. That's that is the new oh, hotness for man. me. Oh man, they're gonna. I, I mean, obviously, this is like you know a, a scoop, and these boy talk to sources and stuff. But yeah. oh god, they're gonna kill it. They're gonna kill. I really. They I, might not. They might not. They might expand the team, and it might become everything we always thought or hoped it would be. If it gets to a point where you're like we've got to make a decision, that to me doesn't say well. It's looking amazing so far. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm actually quite gutted about that. I really hope they they keep it going. So you really think that it means they're finishing it? Because I, I don't know. Maybe 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 they really are going to give it a chance, and you know maybe they'll look at it and be like, "Wow, this is this is great. You've done great work, and uh, I think we should continue with this." Before you start reading out, I thought you're gonna say that they they're announcing it next week. They're like hit the big relaunch is happening next week. Not they're gonna probably kill it next week no it's uh oh yeah uh, my 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 guess is that it's going to be a new it's going to be a (laughs) oh oh, man at least at least at least we'll know for sure though because you know this otherwise this probably would have gone on and on and on and then they never would have said anything yeah it's it's the hope that kills you i guess but uh yeah oh well that's uh that's a blow anyway on to happier things balan wonderworld yeah fascinating game I, 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 it's mad that it's out. It doesn't bring, it doesn't add anything to gaming that I've seen. It doesn't bring anything new to the table. It's a fascinating experiment. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> how is it? How is it a fascinating experiment? Well, you it's said just, yourself you're fascinated by it. I'm fascinated by it, but I don't think it was intended as an experiment. I think. <laughs> I think it was intended to be something, you know, that was going to hit all the nostalgia, no, James, you know, for no nights way and stuff like that. This could have intended to be anything. Look at it. If they, if no, someone but... intended this to be something, then they have majorly <laughs> failed. Well, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Because if you nothing. remember those first trailers when they came out, everyone was getting really excited. They were like, "Look, it's like nights. It's like nights all over and again." I said that. Well, okay, but other people said that as well, and it's not obviously. It's it's um yeah. So when is when is this game out anyway? I'm sure you've probably pre-ordered multiple copies on multiple platforms already, knowing you. But when's it out? Uh, definitely, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna download it on everything. Uh, it's a, I think it's is it 28th of March, which is about a month away. I mean, so they've still got time, you know, to turn this into right, something that's two amazing. Away. Yeah, they got and, they got two uh, months to fix it. That's that's cool. Well, yeah, we didn't talk about I'm like, sure the, they will. Um, the hub world, which is kind of like the the KO Garden. It's like you you have like, those little creatures called like Tims or something. Are they? T- I think they're Tims. It's, Tim, it's, 
it's the Tim's Tower. Tim's yeah, which Tower, I Tim Garden. Understand the point and of like, that. every time you cl- the things you collect in like the levels, which like the the gems, and diamonds, whatever. When you go back to the Tim Garden or Tim Tower, um, you have these little like creep the little Tims that follow you. Um, you like dish out your gems and they grow or they eat them. I think they're growing. It's hard to say, but they're basically like little kale, like little yeah, little kale things, aren't they? Would you are they chows or I don't know I've I've never known actually how you're supposed to pronounce it I think I said chows Chow last Garden. week but it's probably wrong or chaos I don't know somebody will because it's us. like chaos emeralds from Sonic so I assume it's just chaos yeah oh this is embarrassing um, yeah so I'm uh, I'm not going to buy it obviously but it's uh, but what a game what a demo I implore everyone listening to this you haven't yeah. already downloaded the demo to download the demo today and give it a go because it's I mean, real something. If you're thinking, if you're thinking equivalence, it reminds me a bit of uh, of Mighty Number no. Nine, in the sense of like you know this is something they're trying to like you know do something in a similar style, but not quite reaching that, and that's very similar with this. I think it's uh, it's not great. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's real. It's, it's a real piece of work. It certainly is. Uh, what what else have you been playing? Uh, the other thing I played is the medium. Oh, finally, you finally got around to that, have you? I did, yeah, and I think I'm near the end as well. I've I've got quite a lot further into it, and it's it is an enjoyable game. It's um it's good, and it's a pretty good experience. But I do feel like the premise for it is kind of wasted because part of what the character does in the game is that you're supposed to be helping people cross over, like to the other side, and you do this quite frequently in, in earlier parts of the story. And it's quite good because what the way it works is that you like meet a character who's sort of trapped and then you have to sort of work out their backstory and then also find out their name so you can like name them and then you release them. And this is quite interesting because there are some quite good stories, you know, some quite good sort of um you know puzzles that are re- related to that. But then it's a shame because then it feels it then shifts almost entirely the story just to talking about your character and about, you know, the reason why they're in this um uh this uh, place where you know that yeah. I talked about last week, uh, Niwu. It's called. It's the uh, yeah the uh, no, workers. Like the hellscape type area. No, the yeah, it's it's there, but it's also the um, you know this uh, oh, this holiday resort that's been abandoned. And oh, it's like right, you know why okay. you've been drawn there and that kind of thing. So that's but I'm not finding that as interesting as some of these other stories that are being told. You know that are related okay. to that, which is a bit of a shame. Mostly, and that that's what feels like a waste with this. I feel like I'm coming towards the end. It feels like it's a very short game. It's only probably about six or seven hours long, and I just wish that they kind of filled it out with more of these other sort of other stories, really, um, because I think they're more interesting. Um, but it's still fun. It's still it's still pretty good. So I've never played Silent Hill because obviously I'm not into horror games. But how Silent Hill is it? I hear a lot of people saying, "Oh, it's quite Silent Hill ish." Uh, I, it's similar, like the monster design and all that kind of thing is. I think they were trying to ape that sort of style of, of, of Silent Hill, but it doesn't. It doesn't feel as menacing um, as Silent Hill at all. Like the atmosphere is not as on point as that as those games always were, which is, I think, a bit of a shame. But um, it's still. Is this game full of jump scares? I hear it's only got like two or three of them. Uh, I've not really experienced any, okay. uh, honestly. Most of the, mo- I mean, most of the sort of the fear I think from this is supposed to be come from the sort of the, the the sort of the dread of like the other world and like what that symbolises and what that means to the different characters. But that hasn't really particularly bothered me uh, that much. I mean, it was certainly better than uh, Little Hope, um, but um, which I've also finished this week um, on the stream. Oh yeah, I wanted to ask about Little Hope. I was say, is that it for the medium? I was going to ask, was it, does it look good? I mean, you're playing on an S, so... Uh... The medium does, yeah. It's uh, In places it looks good, in other places not so good, which I know makes no sense whatsoever, but there are some parts where I think that looks excellent, but then, yeah, other parts, yeah, particularly character design, I don't think is, is very strong with the game, but um, which is a shame. But again, 
still better than Little Hope, which was, uh, yeah. But, but you finished Little Hope. I did, and it. I think Man of Medan is probably the better <laughs> than Little really? Hope, which is, yes, I, I really do think it probably is. Um, I think the story in Man of Medan is a lot more interesting. Uh, the problem with Little Hope is it, it does go for like sort of like twist ending kind of stuff and it I don't think it really works. It's not not really it's it, it works but it's the payoff is not worth it, you know, for you know, for what you get from it, which is a shame. But uh I'm glad it's over. So that the, there were there's gonna be a bunch of these. Obviously we've had Man of Madan. Yeah. We've had a uh, Little Hope. Um there was one before Man of Madan, wasn't there? No. This this is the second one. Oh Man of Madan was the first one. Okay is this it was, so yeah. are you interested in the next one? Yeah, I mean I will play it. Only because I feel like I'm invested in this now, and I'd like to see if they can make things better. I mean, there's a trailer at the end of it uh, for another, you know, for another game uh, in the series, which looks like it could be interesting, maybe. Uh, but I guess we have to wait and see. But aren't these getting progressively worse now? Yeah, but <laughs> you never know. The, the next one might pull it out of the bag and might be amazing. It, are are they be... in a shared universe? Is there any need yeah. to have played one? Oh, of course are. there is, yeah. I mean, there's even parts in it where you have like these premonitions where you see things from future games as well. Like, I mean, which is a cool idea, you know. It's but whether they all get made or not, I think is looking increasingly unlikely. I think at this stage, I think we may get at least one more, um, and maybe they'll wrap it up with that or something. But um, I, see, I love the premise. The premise is very good. Like this idea of these sort of you know sort of short stories, you know, in the shared universe, uh, sort of you know. With this, uh, there's this curator who is like linking everything together. I love it. I think it's a brilliant idea. It's just the execution is so poor. Like the dialogue is bad. Um, what's it called? The yeah, the characters are completely forgettable and not interesting at all. It's it's completely the opposite of um, what was so great about Until Dawn, which nailed everything. You know, in, in that regard. And I just think it's strange that they they you know failed so badly with this. In my opinion. Yeah, because everyone loved Until Dawn. Yeah, and then. It's so it so it's just so what until dawn did so well is like you feel like the characters and the, the shocks and it's just like it went along a nice pace and it feels yeah. like now they're not really delivering on those things at all. Yeah, none of those. I and mean, the pacing in this is dreadful. I mean, one of the streams I did, pretty much nothing happened for like an, about an hour and a half. It was really really boring. And I'm sorry to anyone who was watching that because it was it can't have been like terribly entertaining because yeah, nothing happened, which was a shame. But what do you think? Do you think it was a benefit having Will Poulter in as like the main, the main protagonist, or is that not a, a thing? I don't think it really matters. <laughs> to be honest, no. it did, certainly didn't save it in any sort of way, which is a shame. But yeah, oh, shame. so I mean, I yeah, I didn't play. Um, I mean, play Man of a Damn View, and it was I thought it was pretty dreadful. But I, I have no interest in these, and I think like the more I hear about you playing them, it just doesn't seem like it's even. I, I I can't. I could see a trailer for the next one, but I'm not like. Yes, I think this is the one that turns it around. Oh. I just can't see that. Yeah, one. I mean the trailer they had at the end didn't look like it was going to. I mean there was a nice sort of Exorcist linking sort of stuff in the last one, so that maybe has some potential. But I don't know. We'll see. Okay, cool. Um, is that it this week? Yeah, that's all I've had. So what what have you got? You've got. You've been playing Spider Man, haven't you? I have. Yeah, I'm playing Spider Man. I um, I saw you on well, the thing. This is the. Uh, <laughs> So uh, this, I actually managed to play my PlayStation this week, and it's been good. I've, I've had a bit more time uh, to do things, and have, I'm, I'm, I'm in a better place mentally to like, I'll sit down and play a game. And I played obviously with uh, you. I played Destruction All Stars. I'm like, and I'm like, you know, I should just play bloody Spider Man. I'm here now, and you definitely should. Yeah, um, I played it and I finished it already. Um, I basically, oh really? You got yeah. you run through it? Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah I, that's so I, so prior to like this, so I played it basically Saturday night. 
What well, did we need to play Saturday night? Was that Saturday we played for a bit? Yeah, we played Saturday yeah. night, yeah. So after we knew played Destruction Wars, I played this on Saturday night, I played it a little bit on Sunday morning, I played Sunday night, um, and I played just before the pod tonight and managed to get it finished. I had played like maybe an hour, maybe mm-hmm. maybe half an hour before like, you know, when it when it first came out. Um yeah, and I, I absolutely hammered it. I didn't want to stop playing it. And uh I you know, surprise, surprise, I think it's fucking excellent. Um Hang on, hang on. You you must have just mainlined it though, right? Like you didn't do all the side mission stuff and everything. Um, I did four out of seven side missions. Um, mm-hmm. I did a bunch of I did loads of other stuff, um, but I didn't think I was mainlining it at all, really. But um, I just, oh, okay, I got. I mean, it still took me twelve hours. It's like same mm-hmm. amount of time you had on, on yeah, on PlayStation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's no surprise. Yeah, it's it's absolutely excellent. If you know, I loved the 2018, yeah, twenty eighteen Spider Man. Um, this does. Loads of things, mostly better, some not so good. Uh, the better is, you know, Miles is an amazing character, way more interesting than Peter Parker in every every way, shape, and form, really. Mm-hmm. Um, him and the characters around him uh, and, like, his family and friends and stuff, I think more interesting, uh, I think, yeah, and I, I, I just think it's just a much better vibe. And, yeah, he's just an awesome, awesome character. Mm-hmm. Um I think I think the side missions are definitely more interesting. That they're, they're not just go there, punch those people and walk out. I feel like the ones I've done, they all seem like kind of different, and I like that. Um, I like the fact it kind of harks back to the 2018 game. There's like some things you do which oh which you which you did in that 2018 game, but it kind of like spins on it and a nice sort of twist and stuff. I think that's really really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the story is I think the story is really good. But I think it's definitely kind of lacking. I think the villain isn't as nowhere, nowhere as good as, as the 2018 one. No, I, I'd agree with that. I, yeah, it, it was lacking. I, I, in that which is I, I think I think the story behind it is interesting. Um, it's not just like standard villain stuff, but also it's not. There's not like a real kind of. There's not a real presence of you versus the villain. It's just I kind of yeah. It doesn't really kind of doesn't really get there uh doesn't really hit what it needs to hit but i i, I still think the story is is really really good and and you know it's it's compelling uh through to the end i'll tell you what this really misses is the relationship between you you had with that cop uh, what, what 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 was her name in the 2018 one? Oh, was that yuri yeah yuri, yeah and yuri is yeah. excellent in 2018 mm-hmm. in 2018 and there isn't really an equivalent in this where in 20 in 2018 spider-man like yuri was the cop who you're speaking to over kind of, you know, just speaking to her as you like flying through the for line through the city and there's a bit of a back and forth there, really great relationship. That isn't really there. Obviously there are other kind of major characters not in this that were in that 2018 one. Um but I but I there's a couple of really, really nice nods to that one. Um particularly I'm not gonna say much for spoilers, but where you um, no, I don't remember. Ocean. But there's a, there's a bit right at the end. I'm sure you must know it. Where you're in that place, mm-hmm. um, and then you see someone else. I was like, oh, okay, I like that. Does that ring a bell? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, I don't remember okay. what you mean. But yeah, we'll talk about it after the show. Yeah, I mean, uh, I will say another no, thing. Uh, another game with a really great museum in it. Okay. So we had Last of Us with the museum. Yeah. And now we've got this one as well. It's oh, like th- yes. They must have been. Yeah. When um when this game well, when this game was being worked on and Last of Us came out first they're like oh mm-hmm. my god another one of the museum this is like this is way more in depth this is there's loads of like you know things to see in the museum but yeah like yet another one 
Uh, in fact, even like the location kind of reminded me of like Last of Us, where it's kind of this, you know, thing by the water. And yeah, it's mm-hmm. funny how these things kind of, you know, seem incredibly similar after you played it. But yeah, I thought story was excellent. Um, I about halfway through, and that game, you know, it took me like twelve hours to get through. About halfway through, I was thinking. I don't know if I'm really feeling this as much. Mm-hmm. It feels very samey compared to the old one. Um, and in in the last the last act, it, it really picked up. And I think I think actually kind of the same thing happened with the previous game in that it was good and it gradually got better and better. But it was a bit I'm like oh, it's you know it, the it's the combat's kind of samey. I think when you start to get more and more of the abilities, it just gets better and better and better. And maybe there's a bit of a lull there in the story for me around two-thirds of the way through mm-hmm. and, and also I, I i was also thinking what are they gonna do for the next one well this this is this is what i was just thinking because i think one of the things which i've liked less i think about about this i mean overall I, as i said when i when i talked about it before i did really love it but the the enemies that you fight there is that sort of sameness isn't there to them like mm-hmm. in the sense that it's it's either people with guns or it's people with like these like super you know souped up guns and everything it would be nice to fight something a bit different, like in in something di- you know, in a new yeah. release. But one thing that it this does way better than the previous one is that Miles' abilities are brilliant. It's got like basically he can have a lot of electricity from his. I can't remember what, what's it called. I should know. I've been having it in the last like couple of days, but you know the, the, you have that that power, venom power. You got the venom, like, venom power, yeah, yeah. And basically, you can do there's loads of moves you can do with your venom power, which requires you to not just you know press the standard face buttons but do a combination of them and then you have super power punches and jump in the air and smash and stuff and all them abilities are really really cool and i use them way more and they're way more interesting to do these like venom you know you can there's you can there's awesome things where you can basically pull up loads of enemies from the ground and like they can like and all the electricity like links links between them and you can do like combos in the air for that was excellent so his abilities are way more interesting as well compared to peter parker's mm-hmm but I was also thinking, like, you know, the city, like, it, it looks absolutely stunning, obviously. It looks great on PlayStation 5. I was playing in, like, new, the new um, mode, which has both ray tracing and 60 frames. It's obviously kind of ray tracing dialed down a bit, and, like, the mm-hmm. um, the amount of pedestrians is dialed down a bit. So, actually, after a while, I just went back to straight 60, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, it's, I think it's oh, much yeah, better because you... New York feels busy, and it just seems to make much more sense. But Did you prefer it in that mode, then, like, in 60... 60- over, uh, uh, over yeah, the yeah, visual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I play most of 60 apart from the bit where I, I play like, you know, three hours or so. So maybe, yeah, probably like a quarter of the game I tried that different mode. Um, but it just felt a bit too empty. So I just went back to straight 60. Um, yeah, I mean, and like the one on 60, there's kind of, there's like the kind of the fake, you know, ray traced reflections and stuff. And it was mm-hmm. fine. I mean, yes, it could look a, a lot nicer, but I didn't think the compromise of having them both barely any like pedestrians i think i looked a bit poor and mm-hmm. uh, i think 60 frames bobbing through the city just feels amazing um yes yeah, swinging just still feels absolutely class and it's uh, i don't think i would ever not get satisfying and not get fun to you know to to fly through the city at breakneck speed but speaking of city like so we have one 2018 amazing game this one also fantastic game there will be another one of course and he'll it'll still be in new york because that's where spider-man is yeah but i don't know like i kind of think in a third game i get a little bit bored it's like the same location i get it has to be because it's spider-man but but couldn't they they could expand it out couldn't they like not just off you know the island that's there they could maybe go elsewhere as well 
Yeah, I do want to do something because as much as it looks amazing, and and, and it looks so good there because in this game because they've you know they do loads of stuff with snow and weather and it just looks amazing on the PlayStation Five. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I'm thinking a third one, same city again. They might might wane. I don't know. Don't know. Um, but I'm so glad I played it. Yeah, I uh, it's it's just it's just bloody brilliant. So I'm yeah, I put loads of time into that, and it, it's been good to get back on the PlayStation. And uh, as I was saying earlier, I still love the pad. The OS, I'm still not jazzed about. It's fine. It obviously does the job. What, what do you re- not like about it though? What's the, the issue? Well, with like it? it just feels like it takes a bit longer to do things. It's it's not it, the previous OS for PlayStation 4 is obviously incredibly simple and I like that. It's just left and right really. You know if you go up, you're doing certain things, you know if you know settings and party mm-hmm. stuff. You know if you press down, you go into like game specific content. And I don't know. I do, it, it's not it doesn't feel as instant. It's probably because I haven't obviously put anywhere near the amount of hours into it. I probably should have done and obviously nothing compared to the PS4, but I don't know. I s- I've got, I'm getting used to just pressing, just pressing the PlayStation button once instead of holding it down. That still makes no sense. I really yeah, wish that I'm getting used to that, that now. You know, press it once <laughs> and like to say turn it off. You press left and it goes back to power. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just feels a. It, 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 it's definitely more style over function, whereas the other one was pure function. It felt like to me. This looks nicer, but not quite as quick to do things. I don't think. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I'm, I've, uh, but I'm really glad I've played it. But I was thinking, you know, I've played uh, Astro Bot, a uh, great game. Played yeah. this now. Um, I've got Sackboy, yeah. which which I will play. Uh, but I'm like, well, what is there? What's after that? Bug Snacks? Bug Snacks. Yeah, it is downloaded, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's not much coming, is there? That Which is a problem. Yeah, there is a big problem with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, but yeah, but anyway, um, f- forgetting what's going to happen in the future or not, I'm so glad to play Spider-Man. Absolutely, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I, I loved it, and that's all I've been playing. I mean, it's been a busy week, of course, but yeah, it's mostly been a PlayStation Five week this week. Okay, should we get on to some questions then? Yeah, I'll do the questions if you want. Go ahead. Uh, if you want to leave a question or anything, go to tcgs.co slash dear tcgs. Uh, Lindy Bailey starts us off, as it's just you two tonight, what other iconic duo would you compare yourselves to? I do not know. Anne Deck? Uh, I don't know. I'm not a, not a huge fan. You're not a huge fan of Anne Deck? Just... Not, not really, no. What, 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 what's wrong with you? What, what have they done? They're like the least offensive pair on television, aren't they? Yeah, I don't know. Just Biker Grove, innit? I was never into that, but weren't you a PJ Duncan fan? Well, no. Oh, I love PJ Duncan. <laughs> <Not> really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I had like Psych, which I think it must have been one of the debut record, maybe. Had that, that was video. Watch us wreck the mic. Watch us yeah, wreck Psych, the mic yeah. stuff. Yeah. I had yeah. that. I had like the Psych video, and it was. It, I think basically in those days, or in these days, it was a vlog basically on, on mm-hmm. VHS. And me and my sister used to watch that loads. Of of them, you know, basically, one of the one of the big moments in the psych video is that they are in between gigs. They're in Barcelona, and and or Deck asks for ketchup or something with his steak, and it's like, oh my god, I can't believe you did that. It's, it's sounds, uh, sounds it's great, amazing. It's a great yeah. video, actually. Yeah, um, it's a shame it's not on Blue actually, but it's a great video. Um, who would you compare ourselves to? I was going to say, right, said Fred, and I realize you haven't. You've got more hair than that, so. Yeah, uh, just about still, but not quite. It's uh, yeah, it's it's all going. 
This is why I hate it when Dave posts those pictures. Uh, oh yeah, it makes me sick. Oh, I need another haircut. He's, a, he's, a, he's like, look at look at this mess, and it's like, yeah, you've got hair. Hey, look at that mess. Look at this yeah. mess. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Look at his hair's going in my eyes. Oh, I'm so sorry that the hairdressers are shut. Yeah, it must must be awful sick. to have all that hair. You know, it must be must be real yeah, problem. Actually, yeah, to do with. Sick. Yeah. David Hodgkins. Um, question for the interfaces: Which other tech podcasters or YouTubers could you take in a pub car park at two a.m.? Mr. Linus Tech Tips, Dave 2D. Pretty much any of them. I reckon I could take Linus. He does. <laughs> he's, yeah, he, he's, he's not. He's not the biggest guy, but he also seems like he's probably quite, quite ripped. I mean, I, I'm not in like size, but just like you know, probably pack, probably pack a mean punch. Yeah. Do, do you watch Linus Tech Tips? I I've seen yeah. Sometimes I've I've seen a couple of his videos. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. Big fan. Uh, no, I've, I've, never, see, I've never seen Dave 2D. No, me neither. Nostalgia nerd? Have you, have you ever seen his stuff? No. No? <laughs> that sounded very dismissive. What's wrong with that? <laughs> no, I don't know. Who, I mean, nostalgia. I'm just, oh, is, that, is that old, what is that, old tech shit? Uh, not just. It's also video game stuff and things like that. It's, oh, uh, right. yeah. Nah. I mean, you, you, you must know, like, lazy game reviews as well. Nah. I can't believe it. Okay. Maybe it's just because I've, I've got a different algorithm to you. Yeah, but, probably. Uh, <laughs> My algorithm is very different to you. Yeah. <laughs> very, very different. It's, it's a probably a superior algorithm, actually, if anything. Almost certainly. I mean, my stuff's all old stuff, like really old. So <laughs> yeah, it's all like it's all chip tunes and all like you know Mortal Kombat soundtracks and yeah. stuff. I'm just I'll trying tell to you one feel again. tech tech YouTuber I wouldn't be able to tackle, and that's MKBHD. He's Don't like about nine foot tall, and he's like a professional frisbee player, so he could probably destroy me in a in a pub car park. Okay, I don't know who that is. So I have what MKBHD Marcus Brownlee. No idea. Surely you know Marcus Brownlee. No, he's he's like the biggest tech YouTuber on on the. Not yeah. not in my algorithm. He's not. Wow. So I'm yeah. shocked. Yeah. I am shocked. Um, okay, uh, Jacob Biscuitweather has messaged us. Hello, gentlemen. Two questions for you today. One, do you use a knife or a spoon to eat cheesy puffs slash Cheetos while gaming? And two, do you generally eat while playing video games? See, I don't. I I mean, it's probably one of the times when I don't eat is when <laughs> I play video games. Most of the rest of the time, I may, probably am. But no, when I'm playing games, I don't because I, I have that thing about the pad. Like, I don't want it to get all greasy and oily and everything, so I don't generally eat stuff. With, um, with it. I yeah, I mean, typically not. I'll just have a beer, which which is that's dangerous if I'm playing games every night. Um, but no, I, definitely not crisps. Definitely not crisps. That's no, like mad. I mean, it? maybe maybe some skittles because mm-hmm. they're they're pretty harmless, aren't they? Yeah, you could you could down like a one of those like a whole tube of those pretty easily. It wouldn't be difficult. Well, I wasn't going to do that. I'm not a monster. But, um, uh, no, and I mean, but if I were to eat cheesy puffs and Cheetos, I guess a spoon would be a good way to do it. Nah, I'd, I'd just get a f- put your fist in it, innit? Just... No, because then you've got the then you've got the greasy pad. That's what the no, spoon's you, there for. Yeah, but then you could have some wet wipes next to you. It's fine. That sounds like a lot of work in between <laughs> in between games of Destruction All Stars. Mm, not gonna do that. Okay, um, Mr. D- uh, sorry, MD Quibuffs, Um With the tough lads away. I mean, is he, is he carrying would, Sean in that? Sean is a tough one. <laughs> okay. And Dave? Is he carrying Dave? Yeah, I don't, is he? 
you get mixed up it, it anyway it's a chance for the more sensitive side of the tcgs team to be able to speak without the fear of interruption so what's your best cake i've got um, a lot of questions here what like so we're not the tough lads and we're more sensitive uh probably i don't know i, I wouldn't say i mean sean again i'm sorry sean sorry i, I shouldn't i shouldn't yeah, cast aspersions, but yeah. Um, we're we're probably better looking as well, actually. Thinking about it, <laughs> so yeah, no, yeah, I think it, I think it checks out. Uh, best cake, James. Uh, maybe maybe Victoria Sponge. I quite like that. Oh, I but, was gonna say that. But, I was gonna say with, that. But with like cream, you know, like proper cream, like in it, you know, is that's how it would, would be would be nice. I think. Uh, well, hang on. What, what do you mean? Because Victoria Sponge is like buttercream filling. Yeah, jam. but then with like proper cream filling, not buttercream. Oh, but mm, okay, no, no, yeah, I'm, I'm into that. I'm into that. Yeah, I so. would just, in my mind, I'm thinking sort of like you know, Tesco finest, like three ninety nine, bit of dusting on the top, buttercream, mm-hmm. a little bit of jam, done. Yeah, I go for that. Oh, Kaz has messaged us. James, will you be getting Persona Five Strikers later this month? I know you are a fan of the original game, so I was wondering if you're interested in the sequel. It's another Muso game, but this game combines the real-time action combat associated with Muso games um, with the turn-based gameplay of the Persona series. It seems like an interesting mix, so maybe you'll feel less fatigued with this one since you only just finished Hyrule Warriors. Other than that, it's apparently another great game to be had with the original cast of characters from the original game. See, it's funny this, because I did consider this, actually, when I saw this, because I, I was a huge fan of Persona 5, and I really did love the characters. But... I have been put off by the fact that I played Hyrule Warriors recently, and I don't think I can play another Musou game, even if it's like slightly different. Even if they've, you know, it's got the like the strategy side to it, I just can't do it at the moment. Although it may be something I'll pick up later because it does it does look interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I like Persona Five or Persona games in general. What uh, it's like a series where everyone says they're so good, and when I had my Vita, it was like get Persona Four Golden, get Persona Four Golden. I didn't get it, um, and then people like Persona Five, and it's. You know, it's probably a version of it on Game Pass or something. I've, you know, and I was like, oh, do I? But then also, it's like a, isn't it a massive like seventy-hour game or something yeah, crazy? You, you, you're looking at like even like minimum like just a sort of critical pass sort of thing. You're looking at about sixty to seventy hours for it. It's they are long games, but they're very involved and very good with amazing music that isn't chip yeah. Like I surprisingly absolutely loved that Final Fantasy VII remake, and maybe it's not a. Maybe it's not a surprise because, you know, it's just a fun game and there's a new combat mode, but I kind of want something else like that again. And mm-hmm. I know that was like a much shorter, much more condensed version of Final Fantasy and it had like its nice action combat, but I just want... I don't think you get on with Persona in that case. Yeah. The original Final Fantasy VII is actually on Game Pass. And I'm like, do I... You know, because I, I, I want to finish the remake. I didn't listen to any spoiler cast, even though I desperately wanted to. Because everyone's like, don't do that, because it'll ruin the entire Final Fantasy VII for you. And I'm always like, oh, it's downloaded on my Xbox now. And I'm like, oh, do I just like try and chip away that, like five minutes a week or whatever? And I see think if you I would can... hate it. I, I really don't. I, I, okay, I don't think you'd hate it, but I I don't think it would hold your attention, honestly. I really don't. Yeah, it's all and like I the think... random battles and stuff, isn't it? It's yeah, which would I think would would do your head in after a while because it is yeah. The, those, those games were were very good at the time, but they there are a lot of problems still with that with the formula that they um that they had. Yeah, because I just really um I just wanted to see what happens next in the story, and 
Actually, you know, I think I saw something on Twitter about there, there could be like a remake part two announcement in the next couple of weeks. I don't know if that's a rumor or what, but if that's the case, that'd be amazing. Because in my mind, I'm not expecting that to be out for another two and a bit of years or something crazy. James, you should you should play that. Yeah, I mean, I will. That's uh, actually, I probably it's won't. So good. I don't know if I'll it, ever play. But it, is it though? Because David said it was rubbish, and he, he wasn't impressed at all. And well, like Sean never played it. Well, yeah, Sean never played it. Dave Dave got to a a crucial story bit, and then just like after that happened, he's like, "Fuck this." Um, I think mm-hmm. you should absolutely play it, James. It's so good. The battle, I mean, the battle how- mechanics are brilliant. I, I like the story. It looks great. Compelling until the end. How long is it? Like roughly? I think it took me fifty-five hours. Okay, that's but still also, quite long. you know, I'm slow and rubbish at games, so uh, mm-hmm. I think you'll probably get through it in twenty. I think if even the main line it, it'll probably be close to thirty. Uh, I don't know. Okay, next is from Mafro. Hi, James and Matt. Good to have interface back. Uh, it's been too long since the last episode, almost three and a half years. Which major non-gaming tech announcements or advancements have happened since then that you wish you'd covered on the podcast? There has been loads, hasn't there? I mean, there's been loads of things that have happened, but not things that we'd ever be able to talk about because the others would be really bored. And mind you, yeah, everyone's really not on bored. this show. Um, no, yeah. I mean, I, I do think every now and then, I wish you did still did still still did in, in the face. And for those of you listening who don't know, yeah, James and I briefly, well, for like we we did like thirty episodes of a tech podcast. Stupidly, we thought let's in the week the computer game show was. Launching <laughs> or was it a week before? It was the week like, before. I think. Yeah. Let's let's also do a tech podcast. Yeah, why and, not? Um, we can do that. It's yeah, uh, no we, problem. We can do two. Uh, We're once. knowledgeable. <laughs> we managed thirty episodes, which I think was okay. Um, but it had to end because it's just getting you know the computer game show was getting too big, baby. Uh, it was, to yeah. satisfy both, and one of them had to go. And uh, obviously, James and I wanted to keep interface, but you know, Sean and Dave were like, "Please, please stay on the computer game show. Please, we won't be the same." Same. Um, so, so we had to give that up, sadly. Um, but I, I do think, oh, you know, it would be cool to do one every now and then. But, but also, I, I thought, God, there's been nothing happening in tech for ages. It, imagine we're still doing that weekly tech podcast. It, well, I, don't, I mean, there has been things. I mean, there's like, you know, the new, you see, the trouble is, is we generally just talked about Apple stuff all the time, which also limited our audience like massively yeah, but, like, and made people, people hate us. shit about that. But like, <laughs> there are podcasts which just are Apple stuff, like ATP and others which are fo- like, we both have iPhones and we like Apple stuff. So obviously we're going to talk about it. You know. I know. But it did, as I said, it made it limited our audience and made people hate us. So that was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was part of the problem. And yeah, that's, it did actually. That's, that's a shame. probably why we wouldn't talk about it so much anymore. But I don't know. Yeah. Talk about like the M1 chip. That's interesting. Yeah, you know, that's uh, that's coming soon. Yeah, recently. it's actually like you know, absolute yeah, game changing. Mm-hmm. What what that chip's going to do in terms of battery power and stuff as well. And anyway, it would be better stuff because people are switching yeah. off in their in their ones. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's go to Charlie Teapot. Hey, Farley and Murray. Glad to see the big dogs are taking full control of TCGS pod tonight. Expecting big things. Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> Just wanted to stop by and say thanks to Matt. Your previous Sekiro streams are top-notch, and it breaks my heart to think that we might not be getting any more streams from you, especially when listening to you. How excited you were at the thought of putting together your, your new streaming setup. I put an order in for Sekiro on eBay last night. I look forward to playing through it alongside your previous Twitch vids. Oh, don't do that. There's there's probably like 12 hours of that while I was probably stuck on one boss. <laughs> uh, also, I wanted to step in and stick up for Matt, as he's been getting a lot of stick recently for spending a couple of weeks collecting reward points. Anyone remember when Turner spent 10 years collecting orbs in Crackdown? 
I got your back, brother. Please come back. The TCGS Twitch channel needs you. When we're done. Thanks, Charlie. Um, do you think me playing random games is comparable to Dave spending 10 years collecting orbs and crackdown? Uh, no, not, not in any way, shape or form. Yeah. Shame, really. I mean, yeah. I, but the way you're talking about it, I'm not the only one doing this rewards thing. There's literally tens of us. It's, I know, um, I'd, look, Matt, I'm not disputing. There's a lot There's a lot of sickos out there you know, that are doing this sort of thing. <laughs> you were doing it yourself at one point. I you, was, yeah. You quit. And then I just couldn't you be bothered. Quitter. Yeah, I just couldn't be bothered anymore. Although I did notice the other day I was ahead of you this week on uh, on achievements. So, yeah, yeah well, I, well, yeah, but because now now I'm in my I'm in my hibernation period for achievements, so I'm trying to minimise them to save them for the next big, you know, next big blowout. Mm. Uh, on, uh, so on the um, reward points Reddit's where like you know they're talking about reward points and what you can do to get more. Um, there's like obviously every week there's like if you play this game you get certain points and stuff and one of the things they always put in those guides are like there's no achievements for this one or you can like you you don't you won't get achievement and first i was like well why you put why you focused on where you get achievement or not but people need to know that or want to know that because they need to like they want they can go back and like i'll save that achievement for next time also apparently as people that once they've got one achievement in a game it's like obviously then on their profile and they just they have to then 100 percent that game so they're like i, I don't want to play a game and get a random achievement because they'll never go get all the rest of them which is a i mean i think that is another there, one there's a lot of issues related to this isn't there i mean it's yeah what have microsoft done like by, by sort of creating this system it's, it's like free real estate it's free money if it's feeding kind of. into all people's all sorts of like addictions and all sorts of problems it's it's crazy yeah, what well, what I also think is like really weird. So yeah, you if you search for Bing, you get like points, and there's like dailies and stuff. Um, so what people are doing, obviously, and myself included, like you load up Bing in the morning, you do like what well, I search for dog breeds or cat breeds because there's all the, the things at the top. You just click them all <laughs> done. But like Bing, when they look at analytics, obviously that's not like a huge percentage of the audience. But mm-hmm. there was like it's just like they're just. All their insights and analytics are just like out the window because there's a percentage of audience who are just doing mad stuff just to get their points every day. Yeah. They're like, well, like when I was in my previous job and I was doing it, but back then, back in the old days, I would like, I would search A, B, C, D, E, F, G, like do the whole alphabet. Mm-hmm. And then one day, this guy, Adam, who used to work next to me, is next to me. It's like, what the hell are you doing, Matt? And I'm just like, <laughs> hey, morning, go, go to my desk coffee. I'm like, A, B, C, D, E. Um, Obviously, even more mad now if you saw me, I was searching cat breeds every morning, but uh, <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, where was I? Yeah, set, yeah, st- yeah Twitch. I, I do miss Twitch, uh, but also I'm just like too busy with work and, and stuff at the moment. Um, but I will come back. I, I, I do miss streaming. Um, it just got a bit much for me, like, you know, Christmas and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I do really want to stream Dark Souls, even though people are saying not to do that. But I, I do. And uh, not Dark Souls, um, Demon Souls. Demon Souls, yeah. Because I haven't, I haven't played it before and I, I kind of want to get back into it. But it's not going to be for a while until, until life calms down. But I, I do miss it. I will be back. It's not, not over. And, you know, I, sometimes I think, oh, maybe I'll maybe I'll jump on for a quick one. But I don't know. Um, I know. You'll be back. You, you guys are all doing great stuff without me. So you, you don't need me. I can just... I can just get free money. It's great. Have you, have you seen the little home stream? <laughs> no. <laughs> no one has. I don't think anyone has. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but speaking of streams, should we get on to the end bit? Yeah, yeah. Let's. Uh, what do we got? Um, Sean. Yeah, Sean. You are. Yeah, Sean streaming on Thursday. Uh, he's 
I think. I mean, he's still doing All Creatures Great in Sean, where on Thursday nights at nine, he will be streaming a game where he takes the role of an animal detective. I believe that's the premise of the streaming series. That is Thursday at nine. This mm-hmm. Friday at nine, hmm, what's happening, James? Are you streaming? Uh, yes, I should be, but I haven't actually decided what it's going to be yet. I'm still mm. thinking about doing that, um, yeah, the Walking Dead game, uh, which was the VR one. I'm, I'm considering yes. playing that. If, Saints and if, Sinners. Yeah, if I do, it will be on, on YouTube again, obviously, because of the continuing uh, Twitch problems uh, that we've got. Yeah, still has not been fixed um, by no. Twitch or PlayStation. But yeah, so um, so Sean, yeah, Sean is Thursday at 9. Uh, James will come back to in a minute. And Saturday, hopefully at 9, uh, Dave is going to continue fishing. But that's a bit up in the air. If it happens, mm-hmm. it happens. Again, they're there, apart from James's one, they're on twitch.tv slash tcgsco for James on fr- on Friday. He's streaming on YouTube because there's like an issue with Twitch um, and his account, or the TCGS account. So on Fridays, there's obviously a link we'll tweet out at tcgsco. Otherwise, just go to youtube.com slash tcgsco and they'll, it, you'll see it there or you can go slash live, but just, just go there and subscribe and all the usual bits. Um, but back on Twitch, if you have Amazon Prime, you've got Twitch Prime Gaming, and with it, you get one free sub a month, and we'd love it if you went over to our channel, gave us your free monthly subscription. We really, really appreciate it, so thank you for that. Uh, we're on patreon.com slash tcgs, where you get exclusive monthly podcasts, which is still going to record this month, uh, monthly talks over, which you can watch live, and this month, we're doing In The Cuisining, the first two of which we did last year, and they're both available to watch on our YouTube channel, well worth going over to watch. It's basically a Sean Bell hosted quiz show um, with um, mostly James cheating actually. Uh, but and, and whilst ridiculous. Dave and I try and try and get points legitimately, but James cheats and and, and wins. Uh, but that's happening this month. We haven't quite nailed down a date. Hopefully, I hope to get a date down nailed down pretty quick. So we it's not just us saying it's happening tomorrow. We want to give you a bit more warning. But uh, inquisiting is happening this month. Go to patreon.com slash tcgs to see all the tiers and that. And the website is tcgs.co for everything else. There's a store on there, links to our social channels, all the usual bits. Well, it's been a weird one, hasn't it? I mean, let's be honest, it's a bit strange. I think the listeners would agree. Yep. Yep. I'm looking forward to the... uh, No, I'm not looking forward to the feedback. Uh, But hopefully David and Sean will be back next week. And uh, thank you for listening. And thank you for being here, Matt. Thank you, James. Thanks for... for, Thanks for... You know, pulling out the stops, and I mean, again, it really is. You know, thanks for getting through it. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> yeah, it really is this week. Yeah, but I'd rather pretty... do this than not put anything else out. Imagine we said, you know, no pod this week. Well, <laughs> some people might think brilliant. Yeah, better than this drivel we just heard. Almost no, certainly don't, 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 don't preempt the feedback. Thanks, everyone. Um, anyway, bye bye.